The Ford F-150 truck drives smart design forward. The standard 12-inch productivity screen helps you get what you need done too. And the available pro-access tailgate improves access to bed and cargo and utilization of the bed, including when towing a trailer. Together with a wider bumper step, it's easier to access the bed and load in tight spaces. And available Pro Power Onboard serves as a mobile power source, providing up to 7.2 kilowatts of power to charge a bed full of electric dirt bikes or run an entire job site worth of tools. I'm still driving my 2016 F-150 truck and 90,000 miles in. As long as I keep it clean, it honestly still looks brand new. I've taken it down snow-covered forest service roads, taken it out camping, put a ton of miles on it on the freeway, had five adults in the cabin for long trips, and it's been great everywhere. Super dependable. I still love the way it looks, nice and rugged design, but with a super comfortable interior. And I'm still very happy with the quality sound system and heated seats. And since I bought my 2016 F-150 truck, the list of standard amenities that make a truck feel like a luxury vehicle have only grown. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. March 18th, 37 AD, two days after the death of Tiberius, Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, commonly known as Caligula, is announced by the Senate as the third emperor of the Empire of Rome, son of the revered military general Germanicus, great-grandson of Augustus, first emperor of Rome. Just 24 years old, he'll be dead in less than four years at the age of 28, but his name will live forever and become synonymous with debauchery, depravity, inhumane torture, abuse of power, absolute corruption, and sexual excess. We're going deep, we're going dark, on both the empire of Rome and its most infamous emperor with a pair of very special guests in this torture-laden edition of Time Suck. You're listening to Time Suck. Wow, big show today, everybody. Big show. Very excited. Thanks to Time Sucker Dustin Cyphers via Facebook for asking for Caligula. Huge thanks to Time Sucker Jesse Howard for sending me a ton of Caligula info, including pointing out that, quote, an important thing to remember in this episode is that all the facts you'll be getting will be speculation, opinions, and observations from ancient historians such as Tacitus, uh, Suetonius, Cassius Dio, and other random Roman dudes. Some of the things that are, quote, history are really just these guys bagging on someone they collectively didn't like, and a lot of it is just overwhelmingly not true. All right, so when we do talk about Caligula's exploits later in the podcast, we should keep in mind a lot of the stuff that was written about him wasn't firsthand, uh, eyewitness testimony, a lot of conjecture, but I think uh, sometimes conjecture is more fun than absolute truth. Uh, thanks for all the new subscriptions, iTunes reviews. Time Suck hit number 42 on the iTunes uh, top comedy podcast chart, its highest chart position yet. Uh, all hail the power of Elrond, fucking the Ronald, man, rocketing us up the charts, using that Dianetics. Uh, only about 60 iTunes reviews away from the next bonus episode. Pablo motherfucking Escobar. Uh, been posting the uh, pictures of you time suckers wearing that sweet first generation tee up at, at Dan Cummins Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. I know I have more of those to post, by the way, and I, and I will get those. I also got caught up on all the messages uh, sent to me as far as I know through this past Tuesday. So if you messaged me more than a week ago, hit me up again. 
Uh, and now there's dedicated social media handles just for Time Suck. And I'll be pushing that uh, to everyone soon. Man, just so many uh, good changes. Thanks to Time Sucker Jordan Kasusik for setting those up. Thanks to Time Sucker David Gimple for staying on me about the uh, Time Suck email list I'll be rolling out at some point. And I appreciate the new PayPal donations and the Time Sucker Amazon shopping uh, by clicking the respective PayPal and Amazon buttons at uh, timesuckpodcast.com. And now the, the first of two big announcements on the podcast. Happy to announce I just signed with Midroll, uh, a company dedicated to connecting quality advertisers to quality podcasts. Unlike the other companies uh, that talked to me uh, that I turned down, I have full control to approve any and all sponsorships with Midroll. No pre-recorded uh, commercials. Nope. I, I read everything. I put it all in my own words. Uh, I get to recommend products I trust, companies I believe in, put a little suck on those ads, make them, make them suck so sweet, suck so deep, uh, make them entertaining, get you discounts for cool shit, uh, and most importantly, the podcast gets to survive, because I love Time Suck, I really love it, but I, I can't keep dedicating the time I've been putting into it and keep approving it without sponsors, or my family will leave me. Uh, it's insane. I, but a lot of, I love it, but uh, it's way too time-consuming just to do it indefinitely with no sponsors, so uh, it's a literal Time Suck. So if you want this to stick around for a long time, I uh, hope you do. I do. Uh, maybe even someday get to the point where we can double the suck, have two episodes a week. I know that's what you want uh, right now. Uh, I would love to do that, but I would fucking just drop dead at my laptop after, uh, I don't know, being dehydrated or fucking whatever, strung out, learning about weird lizard shit. Uh, but I, well, I want to do that. Uh, and and, I, and I, you can help me, and it's going to cost you nothing. In order to find great advertisers to fit this show, they need to learn a little bit about you. So please, please, please take a moment. Go to podsurvey.com. That's P-O-D. S-U-R-V-E-Y, podsurvey.com slash timesuck. Podsurvey.com backslash timesuck. Take a quick anonymous survey. It's going to help us get to know you better. If you're sitting by the computer, do it now. Push pause on this motherfucker. Go to podsurvey.com backslash timesuck. Take that quick survey. Pretend I have a gun to your head if it helps. You know what? Pretend I have two fucking guns, one to each side of your head. No, pretend I'm balancing a third gun on the top of your goddamn precious head. Go to podsurvey.com timesuck. That's podsurvey.com backslash timesuck. Take that quick survey. You know, the long-term future of timesuck quite literally depends on it. And, uh, you know, uh, e- even, even if you've taken a podcast listener survey before, you got to do it again for this show. And if you're still not sold, fuck, all right. Once you've completed the survey, you can enter to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Keep the podcast going and win a gift card. There's no better way to spread the suck. Sponsorship is the, sponsorship is the only way to kind of keep on sucking. All right. Now, before we go to Caligula and I introduce two very special guests, time for some quick Time Sucker updates. Updates? Get your Time Sucker updates. Okay, first one, you guys know I can't pronounce shit, and I get, I get a lot of crap about that. Uh, I mispronounced a, his, a dude's name last week, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I've been calling him Degrassi as if he's the fucking star of Degrassi Junior High, because I don't know how names work. As it's pointed out by Time Sucker JT Henry, it's DeGrasse. No E sound at the end. I, I'm the fucking worst with names. So, uh, and this, this episode is going to be a real joy because there's no fucking Franks and Howards in goddamn Caligula time. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, quick thing on conservative listeners, Time Sucker Johnny Frank wrote to me the following email. I get a lot of that kind of emails along this line. He says, while I enjoyed the podcast with lighter subjects, the more challenging ones really intrigue and capture me. The Muslim episode was really interesting and eye-opening about religion. While I have Muslim friends, I still don't know much about the religion. If I may suggest that when talking about more conservative points of views, you keep in mind that just like how ISIS doesn't represent the entire Muslim religion, the ignorant, bigoted Donald Trump supporters don't represent all Republican or conservative beliefs. I love how honest you are and open to constructive criticism and different points of view. 
and uh, you know your pal Johnny Frank. Uh, thank you, Johnny. I, I I do need to address this. I think I've thought about it for a while. Uh, believe it or not, I'm not against conservatives. I'm not. I do share certain conservative views. I don't. I don't want this to make a political podcast. I don't want conservatives to feel like you're getting picked on unfairly. I I don't dislike Trump because he's Republican. If he was a Democrat or a libertarian or independent, I, I'd still fucking not like the guy on a personal level. He just rubs me the wrong way. I, I just think he's kind of arrogant, thin-skinned, kind of a bully. But that, that's my opinion. If you like him, fine. I don't give a shit. Uh, I don't think all Trump supporters are even ignorant. You know, I think they just choose to focus on the parts uh, of his policy that they like and ignore things they don't like, like we all do. Um, I think a lot of people are just sick of career politicians. I, I get that. I don't think it makes you a bad person. doesn't mean we can't be friends. You know, it's like I don't like fucking Taylor Swift, but, you know. If I'm not going to start cutting people out of my life who fucking think her music's great. That's just my opinion, you know? So if, you come, if I come across the order of conservatives, fucking relax. Just loosen your buttholes. I'm not, I'm not the enemy. I'm not some crazy liberal trying to take away your guns because uh, that means I'd have to get rid of my guns. And that's not going to fucking happen because i got to keep my goddamn neighbor in line. All right? I got some fucking neighbors yeah, giving me problems right now. Anyway. Uh, last thing is, uh, master sucker. I've been, been referred numerous times now in emails as the master sucker. And I gotta say, I fucking love it. Sounds kind of like motherfucker, which is one of my favorite swear words. It's weird. Sounds like an insult, but it also reminds me of the strain on FX. Like I'm like the, the head vampire on the master sucker infecting others with curiosity. So that's, that was adorable and I appreciate it. And, uh, last little, uh, grammar thing from time sucker, uh, Ryan Waller. Uh, he says, uh, Sent me an email and he goes, I'm no graduate of Gonzaga or anywhere else, but I must point out that the word nuclear is pronounced nuclear, not nuclear, as you have a tendency to say. Uh, I'm an unrepentant grammar Nazi and you've shown yourself open to correction on such things. I just want to have you say it. Say it. Nuclear. Nuclear. God damn it, Ryan. Okay. I fucking get it. Nuclear. I'm going to fucking go nuclear on Caligula here in a second. Uh, All right. And that's it. That's it for Time Sucker Updates. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, time suckers. I needed that. We all did. All right. So now it's time for Caligula and my two special guests. Uh, many of you have asked for guests. And listen, I'm not going to do it all the time because uh, I don't want to share uh, too much of the suck. And I tried it one time early on. I thought, I thought it was all right. But then I was like, no, I want to do just me. But, I, but these guys, these guys get it. I have two goddamn champions in the room right now, two murder moguls. I have the, so much murder these guys are into. I have the, they probably have both murdered several people, and I don't even fucking care because they're good at what they do, and I feel like it gives them a pass. I have the host of the very popular uh, Crime and Sports podcast and becoming more popular by the second uh, podcast I also like very much, Small Town Murder, uh, James Petragallo. I'm one of three people on earth who can pronounce his name correctly, <laughs> and Jimmy Wisman. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having us, Yeah, Dan. this yeah, is exciting. Man, this oh, is great. We're pumped. Love Time Suck, and we're excited for Caligula yeah. because it's right up our alley yeah. of debauchery. Well, you guys yeah, understand debauchery like few people on earth do. <laughs> and everybody out there, I just want to say, uh, he's in the studio, so you can't see Dan. So I don't know what he tells you, but he's... <laughs> He had to turn off a Taylor Swift song to record, <laughs> and he strapped on his Make America Great Again hat as the mics went hot. So he's full of shit. I don't know what he's telling you fucking people. Uh, that is awesome. <laughs> I'm very excited to have you guys go on this journey because this is great. I, I will say, you know, like um, I, met, I referenced my kid last episode, and I let my kid listen to some of these episodes. Uh, might want to have the kids sit this one out. You know, this, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, probably. This, this is intense. This is the most intense yeah. uh, times like I've got more. I did so many moments where I'm like, God damn it, so this much. guy, <laughs> and just Rome in general. Yeah, and 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 I and I think to understand Caligula, we do need to understand the time he lived in, and because uh, you can't you can't dig into Rome without some weird you know sex stuff you know coming up, and there's so many weird like violence things and. 
And that really kind of like gives him some context. It's not like he was yeah. doing this stuff today. Yeah. And, uh, and the best way to kind of look at the history of Rome and maybe understand it uh, from, his, from the, the birth of Rome up until the time of Caligula is with the Time Suck timeline. Strap on those boots, soldier. We're marching down a Time Suck timeline. Seven fifty three BC, uh, according to Roman legend, the founding of Rome, uh, located in the region of Lazio, Rome's origins are traced back to some legend of Romulus and Remus, twin sons of Mars, the god of war. According to Roman mythology, the brothers disagreed on where to locate the new city. Each brother stood on one of Rome's seven hills. Six vultures circled over Romulus and signaling Mars' favor. And on April twenty first, seven fifty three BC, the city that is now the world icon uh, that it is was founded and named after the the winning brother Romulus. I don't fucking buy any of that. No, that sounds dark as fuck. It sounds man. like such a lie because of the exact number of vultures. Right. Yes, yeah, like if we yeah. make up a very specific yeah. vulture amount, people are going to believe this. Show. Let's <laughs> yeah. get on this. I really believe that. Romans loved grandiose things <laughs> yeah. about Rome. Like yes. you know, they they really got into their their own mythology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This stuff. They got to point out that they're better than everybody else. Yes, that's yes. exactly what it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's such a self-contained <laughs> thing, Rome. <laughs> mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. such a weird weird moment in time and yep. weird stitch in like what people thought was okay and culture. It's really strange. It's so fucking. Legend. Right. If it I was so fucking great, why did it fall? You know well, what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> it did, yeah, exactly. It took a while. It took a while <laughs> yeah. to fall. Yeah. All so that rape going. will kill you after <laughs> yeah, a while. Yeah. Yeah. Can't survive on that. Well, I, I, I do believe that uh, uh, Romulus was probably a real dude. We think, uh, you know, the, the weird bird shit probably never happened. You know, all the Seven <laughs> Hill stuff. But but around 753 BC, I, it did begin as like a rural settlement uh, you know, some kind of like tribal people in the area. And then uh, they, they, they kind of quickly started kind of turning it into a city, building temples in the style of the Etruscans and incorporating key elements of Greek culture. And then by uh, 509 BC, it became a republic and it would become an empire by the end of the BC period as it went, uh, you know, uh, into the era of the emperors. Yeah. And but it's in the beginnings. I didn't know this. Rome was uh, governed by kings initially. It was uh, uh, and really? if he was indeed uh, a man and not just a legend, Romulus supposedly was the first of these kings yeah. from 753. Wow. To 509 BC, uh, seven kings who ruled Rome uh, at the beginning of its history, you know, started with Romulus from 753 to 715. After he died, the next four kings were elected by Romans. So it wasn't like a, mono- a traditional oh, wow, monarchy right. in the sense of, you know, That's by birthright. Line, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They always say Greek is the first, Greece is the first democracy. Is this pre-Greek democracy? No, I, the believe? Gre- I believe the Greek democracy right? was before the, the Roman, okay. Roman okay. stuff. Yeah. 33 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this think, is BC. Oh, that was That's BC. True, We're this going BC. hundreds of years BC. I yeah. I can't remember where the Greek timeline, how it lined up. Posers. All they Greek got is posers. fucking posers. All they got is yogurt. I, th- I always thought it was Greek first, but yeah, now I, I can't remember. Uh, yogurt and John Stamos. That's your fucking claim <laughs> they to do fame. Some good yogurt. They They're hiding yogurt. something under all that hair. I knew it. <laughs> Bastards. Well, the sixth uh, king, uh, Servius Tullius, he inherited the throne. And then the seventh, uh, Tarquinius uh, Superbus, killed Servius Tullius to gain the throne. And unhappy with Superbus's uh, taking the uh, throne by force, the people of Rome revolt. And then they're not interested in kings anymore. And by the way, uh, <laughs> all these names, uh, Superbus is spelt Superbus. That's awesome. Like Superbus, just S-U-P-E-R-B-U-S. And, and at first I thought that was how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what kind of Roman name is Superbus? Superbus. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Sounds like an eccentric founder of a bus line. Right? Or like the long, the extra long bus in New <laughs> yeah. York that carries mm-hmm. more passengers yep. down I'm the line. I'm Tarkinius <laughs> Superbus and I provide the smoothest rides. Or a small bus that brings a handicapped <laughs> yeah. elderly people right. to the mall. You know right. what I mean? The it's super the Superbus. Yeah. Come on, oh, the Superbus. Like, yeah. <laughs> Don't travel by bus, travel by Superbus. Because <laughs> 
can lift their walker onto yeah. it with the thing. That's it. Super. Look. <laughs> right, right, right. Super bus. <laughs> Grab your SSI check. We're headed to the, to the food court. Jump go, on the fucking super bus. Go to the bus. slot machine. Super bus. Let's go. <laughs> well, well, during this monarchy period, the initial Senate, the famous Roman Senate, is, is formed. Uh, the government that would inspire, you know, a million toga-themed frat sausage parties uh, gets going this way. <laughs> uh, and and uh, what it's most known for, uh, under the early monarchy, the, uh, the Senate developed actually as an advisory council containing the heads of greater and lesser families. Uh, by 509 BC, there's about 300 of these dudes giving the king their advice, support, I'm assuming threats to withdraw support. So yeah. basically it was just a political, you know, an early political thing of like, there's the king, but he wants to keep all these tribal people happy. Yeah. So he lets the head of each household like yeah. have this advisory role. And, you know, and I'm sure there was a lot of like, ah, excellent point, Darkinius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'll, I'll keep it in my mind for sure, Tullius. <laughs> <laughs> well spoken, Dolores Acusius. What the fuck is your name? Because, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Where is Superbus? Let's Where's get his opinion. Where is he? So it's, like, it's like Tammany Hall fucking 2,000 years earlier. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like a corrupt New York City police yeah. or you know, political. So it's like a little town hall. That's how yeah. it starts, this yeah. advisory thing. Well, after old naughty pants, uh, King's uh, Superbus is booted. Uh, a republic is formed in 715 BC. Uh, the word comes from uh, uh, the Latin words res publica, which means uh, public matters. Res publica, excuse me. I, I don't know why I fucking put a Spanish <laughs> yeah, quote on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's public. It's uh, matters of state. And now the, uh, the Roman Republic has three branches of government, the legislative branch of the Senate, uh, those 300 citizens from Rome's patrician class, the oldest and wealthiest families of Rome, you know, because just because the king's gone doesn't mean they're going to give up their seats now. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, we're getting rid of the king, but we're going to we're going to fucking stay. We're, we're still gonna, rich. Here, yeah, we're still on. rich. It's, it's essentially the Senate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and the Senate's the most powerful branch of the Roman Republic, uh, and they hold their positions for life. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, must be nice. No, no reelection campaigns. It's terrific. You know, uh, not a lot of incentive, I feel like, to do a bang up job. That, yeah. that's, that's what I was thinking at first. You know, like, what are you going to fire me? You yeah. Know, I hold this shit for life. But then I'm sure their comeback was, oh, okay, if I can kill you. Yeah, I'm just poison you. That's right, fine. I'll, I'll work. I'll oh, work. We only you down lived, a fucking well. <laughs> we only yeah, lived exactly. to like 32, so no big deal. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be over soon. For life, yeah. We'll wait him out. No big deal. <laughs> For <laughs> life, you're going to get worms and die anyway. Yeah, we yeah. don't care. No well, then in the response to the king, in, in place of the king, they had, and this lasted a long time in Roman uh, kind of government, is the two consuls. Uh, and they were elected yearly, held their position for one year, and they had almost kingly powers but their powers could cancel each other out. They didn't want one dude to have too much power anymore, so they had it huh. split into two dudes, yeah. two consuls, uh, who could, again, yeah, veto each other's – they had to agree on stuff. And, and again, they re- reelected every year, mm-hmm. and they did have a lot of power. They could decide when to go to war, how much taxes to collect, what laws uh, were. Oh, wow. Uh, and the Senate's advised the councils, and in general, the, the consuls followed the Senate's advice. Because, again, the Senate doesn't have legislative powers per se – but they're wealthy people. Influence. They're holding a position for life. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you're a consul, you're like, I'm out in six months. I'm going to fucking listen to what this guy has yeah, to say yeah. so he doesn't make my life hard And then after when I, I get leave. out, I, he can he's help take me. Care of me. Exactly. Which is so, what they did. Which you know? is, yeah, it's a president collecting speech fees when he's right. dying. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was very detrimental to your health to kind of like, you know, re- push against the Senate too <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah. And then there was the judicial branch was the praetors uh, who acted as like, you know, judges. And in the beginning of the Roman Republic, all of these positions came from the patrician class, from the rich and the wealthy. And then, uh, you know, they've been running shit since the beginning of time. And there was four classes for Rome. There was the patricians, uh, the highest of the four classes. Uh, There was the lowest class, which was the slaves. Mm -hmm. No rights. Uh, second from the bottom were the uh, plebeians. Uh, the plebes were free, but no one gave a shit initially about what they thought. Yeah, you know they could fucking sell bread in the market. You know you can have your little spaghetti stand, Luigi. But yeah. but <laughs> the fucking grownups are talking to the senate. Right. Just be <laughs> thankful you've get got the fuck that fucking sweet. Yeah. Do, you see, do you see that man over there? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just be what thankful the, for that spaghetti. What yep. happened to Super Bus? Yeah, 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 exactly. Taking old people to the mall. Come on, guys. <laughs> right. And then there was the uh, the equit class, uh, sometimes called equestrian class. 
kind of like Roman knights, and they were rich dudes who didn't quite uh, have as noble of a birth as the the patricians. They're people so they were, with some money, but they don't have a say in shit. Yeah, they were, they were they were like yeah, like second class nobles, mm-hmm. and they were kind of like also initially formed as like a cavalry. Like they were as a you know they did good things. They did, huh. donated enough money to the Senate, mm-hmm. whatever. You get a fucking horse. Yeah, we need a, <laughs> if we need to call on you in times of war. You take your horses that we've given you, and now you're not a you're not a plebe anymore. Right. Nice. Um, so that's the four classes. At, well, in 494 BC. Uh, the plebes thought, like, hey, how come we're the ones fucking fighting the army? We're the ones, you know, do, doing all the wars, trying to expand the glory of Rome. We get no say in the government. Oh, the, the, the poor. Look at them. Yep. It's so cute. They think yeah. they get it. Yep. They, they figured it out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then the Senate was like, well, that's the way shit works, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but then the army was like, all right, well, that's, that's fair. If you guys want to have that, we're going to go leave now and just found an, another city. Oh, shit. And, and, they, and they threatened to all leave. And that's when the Senate was like, you know what? Actually, <laughs> when Fun I look at the thought. fine print, <laughs> you guys should have more rights. That was a mistake we made. Our bad. <laughs> so, so they realized they need four people. Superbus drew up the Congress. Super, that was I'm all Superbus. Really sorry, <laughs> just blame it all he on was him. A dick. <laughs> uh, so, so they realized they need the poor. They can't have servants and tavern wenches and the fucking army without some poor people. So now a new uh, government position of tribune. The uh, tribunes are added to the legislative branch of go- government, and they're elected yearly. They represent the concerns specifically of the plebeians, and they had a lot of power. Uh, basically, like they could veto any law, like in America, like if you wanted to ha- somebody to have the position to be able to veto any law Congress makes, yeah. that's that's a tribune, and and they had ten of these. Okay, so I have ten of these people who can be like, no, that that doesn't work for us. Wow. Also part of the government. We need that. And, so they're kind of like Congress in a way, of, uh-huh. but then they're also yeah. a, a check on other things. A lot and of checks and balances going on A lot of checks and, here. and it kind of gets too convoluted, which yeah. is kind of uh, creates the rise of emperors later. We're going to see that. Oh, sure. They so keep trying simplified. to make everybody happy. Yeah. Too many stalemates. Yep. One yeah. page yep. tax plan. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of those. Yeah. Healthcare is too complicated. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, yep. that's, it's that shit. Yeah. It's getting, and, and they did realize that in times of war, there was an early precedent for kind of like what an emperor would become later, all the way back in 458 B.C., this little system of theirs worked when no one was trying to fucking destroy them. Mm. But then w- when someone's coming for the gates, you can't be like, well, actually, I think <laughs> that we should do this. Right. And, and they were like – and they would, they would have a special uh, uh, kind of clause for this where they would have dictators that, that would serve for one year to handle kind of wartime situations. Like mm. the first one was Cincinnatus, a uh, former consul in 458 B.C., and, uh, you know, they just, uh, they fucking gave him the reins. They're this like, like martial law, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like exactly. A, for okay, one dude for a year, time. they were like, super bus, you can fucking calm down. Uh, Tyrannosaurus Rexicus, you can shut the fuck up. Uh, Cincinnatus Redicus, uh, Peticus Rosicus is in charge now. <laughs> they shall, thou shall all have this haircut of, of thy bowl on thy head. Thou, thou shall all slide into first at any opportunity. And Peter's so, Rose kisses over there over at Caesar's Palace just signed an autograph. Right, right, right. That's beautiful. So, so he handles it. All, and then they add another thing. Uh, 435 B.C., they add the censor. So it's continuing to evolve. Uh, now the position of censor was created, all these positions. And at first the censor was just in charge of, like, taking kind of, like, uh, uh, stock, like a— um, like the censor, you know, or the census, census. excuse me, yeah, yeah, about how many, like, you know, people are there are, how much livestock, how much goods, all for tax purposes. They took the census. This then evolved into also assigning the recognition of who qualified for, like, the equestrian rank, uh, keeping of public morals. It was this weird thing oh where they could, they could be like, no, you're in trouble. You're not upstanding you know, or, or upholding traditional Roman cultural values. Mm-hmm. More rape out of you, goddammit. Yeah, 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 exactly. You are banished exactly. <laughs> Uh, they could administrate finances of the state, um, uh, superintendents, kind of a public buildings, erection of new public works. They got kind of more and more power as they evolved. And uh, they, had, they had the power of degrading every citizen to a lower rank so that they could expel senators from the Senate. 
Oh, that's, that's too much. Deprive the, that's too yeah, much power. De- yeah, deprive the uh, equites of, of their horses, uh, remove ordinary, ordinary citizens from their tribes, all kinds of stuff. Oh, my God. You could ruin somebody's life. Yeah. Well, and, and that's where censorship comes from. They could, like, fucking censor you. Mm-hmm. You know, like wow. uh, that okay. term. Like they had a, uh, and, and they were somehow a little bit less powerful than a console, but they held their position for five years. So they were kind of like basically the most powerful, yeah, position. Yeah. And then also all these positions, once you were done— Kind of like that, my, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. You didn't hold the authority of your position anymore once you somebody else took it, but you kept the level of prestige for life. Yeah. You weren't going to be a consul or a censor for a year and then go back to being fucking spaghetti stand operator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you you're know, president, you're Mr. President exactly. for the rest of your exactly. life. Exactly. Same so kind of thing. Yeah. So, but because of all this and the way they're doing and all these back scratching, you know, they're creating a huge bureaucracy. For sure. The, the, the government's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and, you know, and more fucking people on the payroll. Yeah. Uh, 376 BC, uh, Licinian law says that one consul must be elected from the plebeian class. So now they have another fucking thing with the, with the plebes. I kind of like that one though. Yeah. 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 yeah it seems like, like a fair move. Right. So they help out the poor, except for the slaves. Now the whole time there is the slave class yeah. and you know, the slaves I'm sure were eventually like, Hey guys, um, now there all these changes. What about us? <laughs> And then what was, it was a nice bonding moment for the patricians and, and, the, and the plebes and the uh, equestrian class to be like, have a good laugh together. Yeah. And, then, and then fucking be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Kill a few of the slaves to set an example yeah, for the rest. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Just for fun. No. Just, but to do it together for the first yeah. time. Yeah, well, that's nice. Teamwork right. is important. Right. It, it brings everyone together to kill yeah. a couple yeah. of slaves. Yeah. Now, is this the time period? I'm uh, sorry to stop. Is sure. this the time period where they would do the switch off every year? They would do the slave master switch. Oh, deal. I didn't get into that. Like the slave, I, I, it's crazy. I was reading about and, this months ago. Yeah, and, and a it, lot of stuff kind of comes and goes in Roman culture. Okay, okay, like I a fun take your daughter then. to work day kind of thing, yeah. where you just like switch roles and you're they like, you get to run the company. Yeah. The masters serve the slaves, wow. and they have oh. big parties and they, they put out big elaborate feasts for the slaves. It's yeah. one day a year they do this. That couldn't have went totally well. Switch. No, no, I mean, but I bet for this, I couldn't have went well in the sense that like if a slave got a little cocky and is like, actually, I would like my bread a little more toasted than that. They'd be like, okay. And they'd have a nice toast that night, and the next day they'd be fucking dead. They'd say they would murder <laughs> it happened the day that the slave decided to take his liberties and bang the master's wife. Yes. That's the day that's that it happened. Yeah. He's yes. like, I'm you. I get to yep. fuck her. That's, oh, and they, <laughs> he's like, wait that. till tomorrow, sir. Wait oh, till yeah. tomorrow. And, and they did have that right, by the way. There was no crimes <laughs> against uh, slaves. You could do whatever you wanted with oh them, essentially. Oh, my God. So, um, so 287 to 133 B.C., uh, the plebes gain more and more political power, uh, but it doesn't help the life of the average kind of uh, plebeian citizen. Uh, uh, for example, like kind of during that period, Rome does a lot of fucking fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they booted Carthage's uh, armies out of Sicily in 264 BC, destroyed Carthage in northern Africa by 149 BC, conquered the Iberian Peninsula where like Spain and stuff is, wow. 218 uh, BC, fought the Germanic people, kind of pushed them around a little bit, the Celts. Uh, the Macedonians, many other did a lot of fighting. Wow! And and while they're doing all this fighting, you know, it's, it's the poor class for the they're the legionnaires yeah. and, uh, yeah. the, and the legion. They're doing all this fighting, and so they're unable to tend their farms for long periods of time. So and they yeah, end up it's no so crops. fucked up. They end up losing, even though they're doing all this fighting, they end up losing their land. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't yeah. tend the farms. Uh, things like that. And then the noble class is like, well, we'll fucking buy your farm then. You know, at shitty prices. Yeah. yeah. And so there becomes this big you know, kind of, you know, corrupt imbalance of wealth uh, in the town. Like and, the and housing boom bubble break. Exactly. So <laughs> there's all these, you know, countless farmers. And then by the time that the war is kind of uh, uh, over and you know, things are stabilized, well, now you have all these people who are just fucking poor. And now they're kind of like dependents on the state. 
and, and, and farms and everything. Mm-hmm. They gone. lost their farms. You know, it, it, it's oh my it's god, not it's identical to housing bubble brain. Yeah. Yeah. Homeless yeah. people, people giving up <laughs> shitty right. houses, shanty towns yeah. popping up. All and you can think place. about that with America. Like, what if we just you know gave up on all of our military stuff? That'd be a lot of people unemployed. Oh my god, yeah. And yeah. all those people are, and all those people who were out in Europe doing all these different things, or in Northern Africa, now they've come back to Rome. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do I fucking? What now? What do I do? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So by 60 BC, uh, shit's gotten out of hand in Rome. People are fucking pissed. The Republic's no longer working. You know, they're poor. They're angry. They're fucking hungry. Unemployment's out of control. Mm-hmm. Riots and violence are breaking out in the streets. Uh, wow. You know, people are, yeah, they're hungry. They're desperate. Even this, more rape. Yeah. More oh, rape. my God. Yeah, rape right. Up the rape quota. This <laughs> just is a ripe situation for oh, yeah. some fucking to monster pu- yep. to yep. to just yep. show everybody his power and say, you all bow to me. Exactly. All right. Exactly. It's the, uh, the triumvirate. Uh, this is the first triumvirate, and, and it's uh, a group of three dudes who come together to try and restore order to Rome and, of course, push their own personal yeah. uh, aspirations. Bloodthirsty, bloodlust, vicious human beings. Exactly. One is uh, uh, Julius Caesar. Uh-huh. Uh, rings a name. He's the, I believe he's the founder of Little Caesar's Pizza. I believe so. <laughs> I think yes. so too. This is where I know him from. Makes a very uh, famous pie, quote: "Pizza, it's pizza." He's, uh-huh. he's really known really. for that. Yeah. He, <laughs> he stood atop the mountain and <laughs> yeah. said, "There." Pizza, pizza. That, that'll be two dollar slices <laughs> for all of Rome. Five dollar hot and ready. Hot and ready. <laughs> One topping only, please. Yep. So, so there's Julius Caesar, uh, uh, Pompey, and, Cra- and Crassus. And then they join forces into what's the uh, triumvirate, you know, fucking Thundercats, ho, all that shit. so Crassus, to kind of like who these people are, Crassus, in addition to commanding troops, uh, had a lot of money. He was the largest landowner, richest man in Rome. Pompey was considered the greatest military commander of his time. A lot of political connections. And then, of course, Caesar, uh, military hero as well, prominent, well-liked politician. And they just kind of take over. They're like, this shit isn't working. They just, through their political connections and money and influence, uh, take over the politics of Rome, get elected as consuls, yeah. uh, you know, use their kind of money to break up the current stranglehold of the Senate over uh, Roman life. And they do all right with all that. They're making a little bit of progress and kind of getting life better until Crassus uh, literally loses his head in battle. He's beheaded in 53 BC, the Battle of uh, Cara. And when he dies, the relationship between Caesar and Pompey deteriorates. And now a civil war breaks out. And this would happen uh, here and there in Rome, you know, where it's like, you know, you got these guys – they're out fighting, conquering for the glory of Rome, fighting these battles way far in Gaul or whatever. Yeah. And they're commanding all these armies. And just because the people in the Senate back at Rome are like, well, this is the way we want it to be now. Sometimes the army be like, no, nah, we don't fucking like that. Right. And they're on the ground actually yep. doing yeah. it so and they can pretty much do what they want. Exactly. Yeah. And now you have these two generals who are like each want to take over Rome. And, uh, you know, Caesar and Pompey. And so uh, Caesar wins. He kicks, uh, you know, he, he finally uh, destroys Pompey and, and, and wins this, this little civil war. And then after kicking a little extra ass in Asia Minor in northern Africa before heading home, he returns to Rome uh, a dictator. All right. And, and when Caesar – Caesar's – I always thought he was the first emperor and technically he's not. But he kind of set the tone to be an emperor in Rome. Okay. Yeah, he's and the, the president, template emperor. The template, yeah. He's yeah. The, Even yeah. though he, Augustus is technically the first emperor, uh, Caesar was a, a dictator. Uh, he, he, he held the uh, tribunate. So he just he just kind of consolidated all the positions: the consul, the the tribune, uh, you know, the the wartime dictator. Yeah. He's like, I get to do fucking all of that. That's is how amazing. we're going to do it now. What's most impressive to me is that he did all that shit in sandals. You know, like, yes. what have you mm-hmm. done in yeah, sandals? Nothing. Right. Not, I have a hard time walking a long yeah. distance in sandals. <laughs> I have nothing. a hard time walking in sand in sandals. And this exactly. son of a bitch conquered an entire fucking country with those yeah. clothes. Though the, his <laughs> balls were very free to flow. I think Absolutely. that's what it is. He had Absolutely. a breeze. I think that's honestly when your balls. <laughs> feel free yeah. and clear. It doesn't matter what your footwear is. You know what I mean? I really feel like that. You can I'm, I'm just blown lock away. It down. Sandals blown specifically away. come back up in this episode. Really? Uh, really? Sandals, very, uh, uh, very the big resort? connection between Caligula <laughs> 
and sandals, a little funny one. Oh, man. That, that we're going to call back to the rest right. of this episode once I we get to it. wait. Yeah, so so this all happens in 48 BC, uh, 46 BC. Uh, Caesar uh, now he's now he's taken over the power of the censor as well. He just keeps like adding more positions to his uh, title, which he just decides he's going to have for life. So now he's fucking everything: wow. censor, tribune, general, consul, dictator, and uh, and then he does this thing with the Senate where he starts naming people to the Senate and just basically people who are going to do what he says. And he raises their number from a couple hundred to 900. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So he just decides, like, like now he has all these puppets, so he also has control of the Senate. He has yeah. control of fucking everything. So it was a sycophantic rubber stamp Senate now. He can yep. do whatever he wants. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the Roman citizens have no problem initially with his power grab. You know, things, again, weren't going well under the Republic. Uh, he'd expanded the empire. Uh, Romans always loved their military conquests. They took a lot of pride in their generals kicking some ass. Yeah. And uh, he, he pushed a number of economic reforms through that benefited the poor. And, and he led the high life for about two years. That's how you do it. Yep. And then he, things were going great until he got stabbed uh, roughly a shitload of times <laughs> by, by a group of politicians not happy about his power grab. Yeah. You know, uh, all the people he'd been disenfranchising uh, in the patri- uh, patrician class, all these yeah. other powerful people, don't like that he's like, I fucking run everything now. Right. And then, of course, one of them being Marcus Brutus, you know, yeah. the, the, at two Brutus. Oh, so, nice. So, so after this. his— after his assassination, Marcus Antonius, Mark Antony, forms an alliance with Caesar's adopted son and great bad nephew. Bad dude. Bad yeah, dude. Bad dude. Yeah. Holy shit, was uh, he a bad dude. Gaius Octavianus, uh, Octavian, uh, along with Marcus Lepidus, they form an alliance known as the Second uh, Triumvirate. Yeah. And they hold powers nearly identical to the power Caesar had. Uh, and then the Senate and assemblies remain powerless uh, even after Caesar had been assassinated. And then the conspirators uh, were then defeated at the Battle of Philippi in 42 B.C., Eventually, uh, Anthony and Octavian fight each other. One, again, another civil war kind of, you know, these guys can't fucking share yeah. power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony's defeated the naval battle of uh, Actium in 31 BC, commits suicide with his lover, as we heard of Cleopatra. And now we get to the first emperor of Rome. So there's like scrambling of what are we going to do? Well, uh, 29 BC, Octavian returns to Rome. Now he's the unchallenged, kind of like Caesar did before. Right. He gets back from his battles. He's the unchallenged master of the empire. And then uh, he accepts from the Senate the title of Augustus, the exalted one. Oh, and I feel okay. like that was a political move by the Senate where they're like, fuck, man, we got another guy who's going to run shit. But let's see if this guy will work with us a little yeah. bit. We'll, yeah. we'll honor him. Yeah. We'll brown nose. Come on. Yeah, let us sure. let us do a couple things. Yeah, let us pass you, a little of this. Yep. We'll get on your bo- on board with what you're doing. Yeah, it's a, it's it, a exactly. circle jerk here yep. they're having. Exactly. Yeah. And Augustus is the great nephew and adopted son of Julius Caesar. These guys were so related. And they did a lot of adoptions in a different way in Rome, which is kind of why these people became so interrelated. They would just be like, um, like you could be 45 and you could, you could have your buddy, like you have a position of power and you have a buddy who's like 40 and you're like, you're my son now. I'm going to adopt you. <laughs> That's amazing. Because <laughs> then it put that person That's in line great. for the throne. Uh, they could yeah, do things yeah, if they yeah, wanted. Yeah, so yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. different Setting type of adoption. Lineage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They handpicked a lot of shit that way. Jimmy, you're my you better, son now. You better be a great judge of character because True. if you fuck up a guy that's 40 that, that maybe is well, a master manipulator, yeah. that could ruin fucking everything and forever. And that does. That's ah, another Caligula yeah. thing. Ugh. These people made some very strange uh, picks yeah, sometimes. Sure very strange <laughs> Very picks. suspect. Very suspect. We all do in our personal lives. And this is no different. No different. Well, Augustus, by all accounts, was a great emperor. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his reign was a golden age, every respect. He, he restores peace, uh, causes the economy, the arts, agriculture to flourish. He, he has an ambitious building program initiated. 
Um, where he I love when they tell all this mm-hmm. in books and stuff, yeah. but they don't tell the body count that created that unbelievable well, thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. in his wake yeah. is the thousands of bodies. Cal- oh, yeah. It's just a pile. Yeah, it's just, there wasn't a labor union. No. no, no. There were slaves who were like, hey, man, you're going to build that fucking cool thing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and we're going to literally work you to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll just die. We'll just yeah. keep rolling right over you. Don't yep. worry. Oh, yeah. You'll make yeah. a nice road with for that us. Exact exact, cadence yeah. and everything, with with a, 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 a very charming smile, and we're yeah. literally going to work oh, you to death. Having smoke breaks <laughs> building the Coliseum. No, 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 no. They, they, they weren't getting time and a half. <laughs> no, fifteen-minute <laughs> union mandate. No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus you work Christ. or fucking be beaten to death. Hey, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in golden time here. You really want me to go pick <laughs> yeah, up that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, buddy. We're gonna. <laughs> so he builds, you know, all kinds of stuff. He uh, eighty-two temples in one year. At one point, uh, famous public baths of Rome uh, that are still mm. there today. Those are uh, constructed under Augustus. Uh, poet Virgil construct composes his epic. Uh, you know, under this time, uh, the Aeneid. I, I should have looked up the pronunciation of that one. It's a fucking crazy word. A E N E I D. So, however you want to say that is up to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to next week's uh-huh. podcast when somebody Actually, corrects that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pronounced the Onid or Enid. It's pronounced Superbus. He's uh, doing his goddamn best. You, you fucking pronounce 400 goddamn Roman names and cities. So, anybody corrects anything on this, go fuck yourself. Goddamn it. Dan's doing a fantastic job. Sit back, listen, and fucking enjoy. <laughs> he was up till 1 30 last night. Oh, my Damn God. Uh, yeah, I get way too into this. <laughs> so he passes a lot of sweeping reforms. He, he does a lot of good stuff, and uh, and, he, and he does a lot of actually uh, uh, morality stuff. He makes adultery illegal. Uh, oh, he, wow. um, yeah, and he's uh, That's passes not even illegal tax here. Yeah, exactly. He, he was strict day. about it too. Uh, he was so strict he adhered to himself these laws. He banished his own daughter Julia uh, and, and granddaughter for adultery. Wow. He took this stuff seriously. He's trying, like trying to clean up Rome. He's trying to clean up Rome. When he dies in 14 AD, his official last words were, quote, I found Rome a city of clay, but I left it a city of marble. So he's proud of what he did. Not bad. Yeah. He uh, built his, something His body is yeah, cremated. It's put in this uh, uh, big mausoleum. He's kind of uh, uh, basically proclaimed a god amongst mm-hmm. the host of the other Roman gods in the Pantheon. Like they used to do that when emperors would die or whatever. Like they – starting with Augustus, I mean these guys were considered kind of like almost almost living gods. Like which, which Caligula takes farther again later too. It's like their version of the pyramids. It sounds like mm-hmm, they're like mm-hmm. yeah, like putting them out for the next yeah. journey yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever they can go to Mount Olympus and hang out yeah. with Jupiter and whoever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But playing devil's advocate, that's kind of pompous to say. Oh sure. You know I mean? That's super oh, yeah. arrogant. Well, you're the, I mean, and you know that no matter, Augustus was a good emperor, but he's still an emperor. Yeah. You're not like a hey, whatever you guys want to do, kind of emperor. Yeah. No. A good emperor is like I'm gonna fucking beat you to within an inch of your life <laughs> for looking at me wrong. That's a decent emperor. But I'll let you live. Yeah. You're like yeah. oh, what a great guy. Yeah, we all live. He's gonna let me live. He's gonna let me live. He's not gonna kill my whole family. (laughs) Hey, look at that. Kind and merciful. Exactly. (laughs) So 14 AD, we're almost up to Caligula. It's the reign of Tiberius now, the second emperor. He was the adopted son of Augustus. And apparently he had no desire for the throne. Uh, Tiberius' father, Tiberius Claudius, Nero was not a fan of Augustus. This is all weird how they they pick people. And check this out. Uh, Augustus had Tiberius' father banished from Rome. When Tiberius was a boy for basically not liking him being the emperor. Yeah. And then when Nero dies, uh, and this is not the, the famous emperor Nero. These oh, guys okay. shared the fucking same names all the time. <laughs> Damn it. Makes it very confusing when you're reading about this shit. <laughs> yeah. But when Nero dies, his mom, Olivia, uh, reaches out to her now dead husband's enemy and ends up marrying. So how fucking weird is that? So or, you know, or what I wonder, yeah. the way this stuff works, their egos, I wonder, did because Nero hated Augustus, uh, did he did he hate him because he knew he had a hard on for his wife? Yeah. Or did maybe Augustus's ego was so big he's like like the guy I fucking banished. Now I'm going to take his wife. After I he's like died. that. Yeah, I, I like that, that one, one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like There's that something a my lot. mom did. My mom uh, was married to a man. 
Uh-huh. And she went to bring him dinner one night, yeah. and he wasn't there. And his coworker told my mother that he was out with the parts girl, oh, uh, with his girlfriend, the parts girl. Yeah. And my mom, he was like, who are you? My mom's like, I'm his wife. And, she, wow. and so he broke the news to her. And then eight months later, my mom married that guy. Wow. So basically okay. the same thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, he knew a good woman. He didn't yeah. like how she's being treated. That's amazing. <laughs> and that guy turned out to be a piece of shit, too. Oh, so God. whatever. Okay. <laughs> well, well, weird in this sense where how weird would it be for Tiberius? <laughs> How weird would it be for Tiberius to grow up in the home yeah. of the dude who banished his, your, his father? Horrible. So that's weird. That has to be so strange. Yes, yeah. it was, right? It like, was really tough to for me. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> so, Does he play extra catch with him? I no. Know. Just to make yeah. sure. No, well, he come doesn't, on, buddy. We're Let's cool, go right? outside. Yeah, come on. We're cool, right? We're well, cool. it gets even worse for Caligula. This, this is a pattern. So in my experience, he yells at you extra loud okay. because he because he's essentially taking out his hatred for that man oh on my you. God. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, maybe that's what happened to Tiberius. Probably, I could see it. Oh, shit, let's find so, out. So he takes he takes the throne. He's reluctant. You know, he has mixed feelings about Rome and the uh-huh. whole emperor thing because of his own childhood. And uh, <laughs> but then he also doesn't want somebody else to get it. He he doesn't necessarily want to be emperor, but he doesn't want to like uh, be the guy that was supposed to get it and then not have it because he kind of wants some of the perks to go along with it. Hmm. And so he does another thing emperors do all the time. He, he t- starts taking out some rivals. And the closest person he has to a rival is Germanicus, Julius Caesar Claudinius. Germanicus is the adopted son, uh, is his adopted son, excuse me, and an incredibly popular and successful general. He was going to be like the, the Rome's Alexander the Great. He was a okay. young, kick-ass general, handsome dude. Badass he, name. Yeah, Germanicus. Oh, he, he controls yeah. about a third of all of Rome's armies, uh, and he's Tiberius' successor to the throne. And, then, and also many of Rome's generals uh, think he should be the emperor now. They're not big fans of Tiberius. They don't think much of him. They want Germanicus. I think he's ready. Mm-hmm. They yeah. think he's ready. And then Germanicus dies, mysteri- kind of under a suspect oh, circumstances, shit. possibly <laughs> poisoned, October 10th, 19 AD. I can there's think rumors. of a suspect. Yeah, there's rumors <laughs> yeah. that Tiberius commanded it. Well, that doesn't sit well uh, with Caligula's mother. This is Caligula's father, uh, uh, Germanicus. And Ag- Agrippina suspects Tiberius returns to Rome to accuse him in person not a good fucking plan. No. <laughs> seems seems bad. He could have yeah. done that over text. Yeah. <laughs> maybe send a homing yep. pigeon and yeah, let them know that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, Feel it out maybe the, a little. Because, by the way, you have a terrible name. That's the yeah. worst name. Agrippina? Of, oh, terrible. Yeah, Agrippina not. the Elder is actually yeah. what she became oh, known as. Terrible. It's even worse. What a terrible name. Get your old dick out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. interested. Like but, a farming dick. That's what yeah. it sounds like. Well, she believes, Agrippina believes. Oh, it's a girl. It's even worse. Exactly. It's a male name. It's a mother. Yeah. The mother believes that her sons, Nero Caesar, Drusus Caesar, and Gaius Julius Caesar, Caligula, should be considered next in line to the throne. Also not a smart thing to be talking to the emperor about. Like, these guys should fucking be the emperor. And it doesn't work out well for her or any of her sons other than Caligula. Uh, I'm sure some of them at this point had to be like, oh, mom, maybe you could shut the fuck up. <laughs> this, is, this is not going to work well for her. <laughs> you are a woman. You she's are a woman. Going, Take it easy. She's going to school yelling yeah. at their math teacher. Yeah. I'm like, i got to be here every fucking day. Yep. Seriously. Yep. Like, she's well, mean enough. Well, Tiberius uh, has Drusus starved to death. Uh, Nero's assassinated. And, and Agrippina herself is exiled and this is crazy. Flogged so severely at one point that it, depending on which account you believe, it, she was either flogged till she lost sight in one eye. Wow. Or flogged until her fucking eye came out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> her eyes flogged out. <laughs> wow. Yes. Flogged right and, out of and, huh? and they leave out the part where they raped that oh, eye God. socket. Oh, you God. know they oh, did. God. And, yeah. and skull fucked to death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. No, she actually starved to death. So then she starves to death. What's worse? Well, I know. I, What's worse? I can't think of it. It's a poll uh, we can put out to you, you guys. Either start yeah. to get, rather get your eye hole fucked oh out God. to death. Which one? Right after you fill out the poll to dis- determine Dan's yeah. ratings, then yeah, 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 yeah. After that, 
us now. So Caligula and his uh, the youngest son Caligula and his three uh, sisters uh, they were seen as too young and not a threat. Now they now check this out. Talking about the the weird choices, they then go to live with Tiberius. It's like like these guys just love to collect the, the children of rivals or something. Horrible. So it's like Vito Corleone going to live with the guy who yeah. killed his father yeah. and mother, like and, and training under him. That's like, the weirdest thing what, ever. Wouldn't you think like, hey, I wonder if this kid might grow up to someday kill me? Right, <laughs> he might harbor he, some, some. You know, for the for the little small infractions of you know uh, flogging his mom yeah. and starving her, uh, you know, uh, banishing his, his father, killing right. all uh, of the rest of his family, killing his father. Excuse me, yeah. killing his brothers. Every day you wake him up and tell him something that their mother had planned for them. You're Right. Mother was gonna fucking murder yeah, you. Yeah. Do you know Bad that lady. she was terrible? So, so now that we've made it to the age of Caligula, let's 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 hop out of this timeline and explore his life in in some depth. Good job, soldier. You made it back barely. All right, so now we're now we're with uh, Caligula. He was born Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. They loved a long fucking name. Good God! On August thirty fifth, <laughs> what or a August, no, August thirty fifth. Uh, he was 35th. born. They had extra four days. <laughs> yeah, there's so much different. Back August thirty first. That is a heavy business card with ink, by the way. Oh Holy my God. shit! You yeah. have two cards. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my first business card with part of my name. Here's the rest of my name on the second business card. You're done reading that first one. Yeah, here you <laughs> yeah. go. August thirty first, twelve A.D. He's born in Antium, just outside of Rome. Uh, again, biological father is Germanicus. Uh, he was the great nephew and adopted son of Emperor Tiberius. They're all like weird fucking convoluted bloodlines. Great grandson through adoption of Julius Caesar. Uh, Augustus was the adopted son of Julius Caesar. So they're all kind of – Tiberius was like Augustus' son-in-law. Caligula was Tiberius' great nephew. Fucking oh, man. Wow. Roman noble family trees are fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> they're that, so confusing. Does this also come with property too? Would you like adopt someone because they're going to be the inheritor of another point. piece oh, of I'm property? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of yeah. how people marry. Business mar- moves. Yeah, like rich, yeah. Yeah, yep. like rich people marry each other yep. to, yeah, to create exactly. an empire. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. To, to keep it where you want it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But then you end up with all these weird uncle, daddy, sister, <laughs> aunt. <laughs> it's dangerous. situations. And, and here's how Caligula got his nickname. Uh, we talked about sandals earlier. Uh, it sounds so sinister, right? Caligula. Yeah. Like it sounds just yeah. fucking evil. It sounds like a, a blood sucking, like it yeah. sounds like a vampire. It's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Caligula. Yeah. Uh, actually, it means little boot. Wow. Isn't that <laughs> little cute? Little boots. That's it, so it was adorable. a kid's nickname. Uh, it meant little boots as in baby shoes. His father, Germanicus, you know, badass military leader, commander of eight Roman legions, and these soldiers wore these uh, boots kind of like sandals. Uh-huh. And, they, and they were known as uh, Caligas or Caliga. Caliga and the, and, and Caligula's mom Agrippina liked to dress her up, kind of like women do today, uh, to be just like daddy. You know, oh, and so wow. and so she would dress him up in a little miniaturized version. He's yeah. the baby of the family, baby yeah. boy anyway, uh, of, of a little military outfit complete with these little baby boots. Oh wow! And and he got the nickname uh, Caligula, like little boots became. And then what's weird? And apparently Caligula fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. stuck with him. Forever, but I, I just think it's so weird to still refer to a murderous emperor by their baby nickname. By their baby nickname, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what if Hitler was called Little Peanut by his mom? Yeah, yeah. You know, what, or what if, even worse, what if Hitler translated in German to Little Peanut? That'd be amazing. And it was just, and it was just Heil, Little Peanut. <laughs> Heil, sweet chipmunk. Something crazy, uh, you know? We are... <laughs> Fucking Caligula, baby boots. We all remember. We all remember the horrible, horrible time when Asia was just ruled by Scooter and he terrorized yeah. everyone. And yeah, it was, exactly. It was a terrible time. For yep. all. And Jeffrey Little Slugger Dahmer. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> wow. 
So, well, after his dad's poisoned, one of his brothers is assassinated. His mom and other brother are exiled on treason charges in 29 AD, both of whom will then die, 17-year-old baby boots. (laughs) And his three young sisters, Agrippina the Younger, Julia, and Julia, two Julias. The, the fucking weird shit with their sharing names in Rome. Didn't even go Julia one and Julia two, just nah, Julia. Different, different, different <laughs> middle names and shit. Well, uh, initially, adolescent Caligula uh, sent to live with his great grandmother, who's also Tiberius's mother, you Livia. Bet. That's a great band name, by the way, adolescent Caligula. Yeah, I really, yes. that's an amazing <laughs> punk, punk band. Yeah, that's punk as fuck. That's right the name there. of your next yeah. your next special for yeah. sure. <laughs> adolescent Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then she dies, though. She dies a year later, as great grandmothers uh, often do. That's one of the things about great grandmothers. Uh, not long lifespan. Uh, one, of the, one of the great things, you guys. <laughs> so then he sent to live with his grandma, Antonia. A year after that, Tiberius thinks, well, why not have all these teenagers whose entire fucking family I've murdered come live with me? Fair. L- I'll raise them on the yeah. Isle of Capri. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, I yeah. guess. No one really understands why Tiberius kept them alive. Historians have, even Roman historians, like, even by our standards, that's fucking weird. <laughs> and, uh, something sexual. Some, Everything yeah, something weird. Something yeah. to do with yeah. sexual, I it feel It was like. man boys, and it yeah. was weird. It so was they, weird. they grew up in this palace, but they were also kind of like prisoners. Like, they were treated well, but they weren't allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to historians, Caligula was an excellent natural actor, and recognizing danger, he hid all his resentment towards Tiberius. An observer said of Caligula, never was there a better servant or a worse master. So he was really good huh. until he became emperor about, like, just being fucking cool to stay alive. Yeah. Uh, Caligula, Smart. Cal- yeah, yeah. Caligula claimed later he, he did have a plan to kill Tiberius with a dagger in order to avenge his mom and brother. Uh, however, uh, having brought the weapon into Tiberius' bedroom, he did not kill the emperor, but instead threw the dagger down on the floor. Suetonius, which is one of the main historians, uh, Roman historians of Caligula, claims that Although he didn't kill Tiberius with that dagger, uh, Caligula was already cruel and vicious by that point. He writes that when Tiberius brought Caligula to Capri, uh, his purpose was to allow Caligula to live in order that – this is a weird quote – prove the ruin of himself and of all men and that he was rearing a viper for the Roman people and a a phaethon for the world. Now, a phaethon – is a reference to a Roman god, by the way. It's the son of Helios, uh, Helios, who borrowed a chariot of the sun, drove it so close to earth that Zeus struck him down to save the world. And so basically, oh, wow. like, like he's he wants to create some guy to burn down Rome. Because if you remember even yeah. Tiberius, Tiberius was raised by somebody who had fucking harmed uh, his father. Right. Yeah. And, and had a lot of resentment to Rome. Oh, wow. And he's, and, like- and he's not interested in Rome. He's ruling from Capri. He's, he's secluded himself. So there's like theories that he was just like, oh, I'm going to raise a fucking monster. Yeah. Unleash it upon this fucking city and fuck all you guys. Wow. Weird that shit. is the most vicious thing it. ever. Yeah. That's yeah. terrifying. He's cultivating a monster. Oh, my God. what some people think. Yeah. Uh, well, Tiberius, again, not happy about being emperor. Uh, he had an overbearing mom, Livia, who had a huge lust for power, pushed him towards the throne, hated her for it, didn't even go to her funeral when she died later. Uh, and, and again, he hid away at Capri, the Isle of Capri, 250 kilometers from Rome, only accessible by boat. He viewed the Senate as, quote, men fit to be slaves. Passed his responsibilities as emperor to the head of the Praetorian Guard, uh, uh, this guy Sejanus, uh, a man who came to think of himself as a true emperor until he got a little, you know, uh, too fucking big for his britches. Uh, and then Tiberius had him killed. I was gonna say, um, let me guess what happened to him. Yeah, he he, he retired yeah. to Florida right, and just right. kind of relaxed for a while. He started like yeah. a little, like a like a scuba rental place right, on the beach. Right, just right, yeah. days. That's nice. Saw his grandkids <laughs> once, twice a year. Tiberius was like, you can do my job. That's cool. <laughs> but don't think you're me. Yeah. Or you're Fair. fucking dead. Did anybody ever interview Donald Trump's dad and ask him what he feels about America? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm no. kind of curious about that yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so he's very, uh, uh, very hands off after the execution of Sejanus. You can put your hat back on, Dan. It's all right. Oh, he didn't my, know. It's kind of, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, Roger, it's okay. So after the execution of this guy, he's even more hands off, and basically he just wants he wants to to be emperor so he can have all the wealth from me. He just wants to hang around a Capri and, and enjoy his life, and then and then have somebody else do all the work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so despite like the overwhelmingly negative characterization left by Roman historians, Tiberius actually did leave the imperial treasury with nearly three billion uh, sesters uh, upon his death. About $5 billion in today's dollars, and uh, because rather than kind of embark on costly campaigns of conquest, he, he just chose to strengthen the existing empire by building additional bases, uh, using diplomacy as well as military threats, uh, generally refraining from getting into petty squabbles between other competing frontier tyrants, and just fucking checking himself out completely. Shopping so just at hiding Walmart, out, essentially. Yeah, he's hiding out in the Al Capri, just being like, nah, just let's keep things the same. Clip. He's clipping coupons. Uh-huh, He's like, uh-huh. you know, hey guys, let's get this under control. <laughs> so, so, but but let's talk about uh, you know uh, Caligula. Rumors of what happened when he went because this is some weird shit. Uh, when he when he was growing up with Tiberius, the guy who basically murdered most of his family, uh, and there's that whole question of did he groom Caligula to be a, uh, a sadist? Well, uh, apparently the death of Germanicus did bring a change to Tiberius's personality. According to Cassius Dio, he became increasingly cruel towards those who were suspected of plotting against him or suspected, excuse me, of plotting against him. Uh, you know, slaves were tortured to make them testify against their masters, etc. Uh, Tiberius would often pretend to pity people uh, he had punished while he maintained a grudge against those he had pardoned. Um, Suetonius uh, said, according to about his demeanor, Tiberius did so many other wicked deeds under the pretext of reforming public morals, but in reality, it was to gratify his lust for seeing people suffer. So he, there was a lot of rumors about him being sadistic. And I watched this documentary on Amazon called Caligula, Paranoia and Brutality in Ancient Rome. <laughs> and uh, there's some weird claims in there. One is that Tiberius had people he wanted uh, to get rid of come visit him on the Isle of Capri. And he lived on this palace on the top, kind of above this cliff. And then he would just have his guards throw them off the fucking cliff and be like, problem solved. So it was basically he did like a Vlad the Impaler where he'd like, no, come over to my house. Big yeah. feast. Yeah. And then like, we're going to put your heads on spikes. Right. Like, right. That's what and he I'm going to wow. throw you off the cliff. Ballsy. And uh, and this is this is the weirdest thing. Make you really think twice about what you bring over as a yeah, thing. Absolutely. Like, what should we bring? No, we got to bring something good. Really. Seriously. <laughs> that's a long fall. I absolutely. Now, now, here is this is one of the weirdest things I've just ever read, period, about anything in my entire life. Uh, Tiberius was alleg- allegedly a pedophile towards young slave boys, oh my God, which course. that was very common in Rome and not even frowned upon. That part wasn't really frowned upon. I'm going to get more to that later. That's adultery, was, illegal, pedophile. Oh, yeah, that's uh, fine. Pedastry. Like it was a whole thing in Rome of like relationship between <laughs> men <morals>. and boys. <laughs> and but check that out. He had a he had a troop allegedly of young boys called fishes who had been, quote, trained to swim between his thighs and nibble his genitals as he swam. Oh, no. My God, like a Japanese pedicure? Yes, but with boys being the fish. <laughs> like a and Roman your pedophile. Dick, your dick instead of the toast. <laughs> Is that where the prison term fish came from? Is that I don't it? know. I don't need to hear that connection. my and... Diddle my taint up. Now, I don't know what happened. <laughs> that is horrific, but I also can't tell you how funny it is to watch a 50-ish grandmotherly-looking British Roman historian to talk about that. <laughs> this lady who looks like this sweet middle-aged lady talk about trying to swim beneath his thighs and nibble his genitals. <laughs> so great. So great. Oh, I want my grandmother to read that to me. Yeah. One day I'm going to make her do and, it. And I'm like, and I'm like, how do you get here? But I think it's a combination of extreme wealth, power, boredom, hanging on this island, and it, and but like, it is so crazy to me that you get to the place not only where you, 
Not only will you want something that specific, you want young boys to nibble your genitals as you swim, but you have a, quote, troop of them trained. <laughs> like, so, like, what, is there a fucking trainer? He's like, all right, kids, you, fucking, you've been a little off on your n- genital nibbling lately. You guys, no, you don't do a breaststroke. That's going to clip his thighs. You want you your arms at your side, mouth open. You're going to learn how to breathe. Light nibbling. We're not We're not dick biters. We're fish. We're genital nibblers. Like, what is happening? We're not piranhas. Fish. We're not piranhas. What Come on, kids. Fuck? It's 4 o'clock. Turn Dora off. It's time for class. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he called uh, them like betas or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. So then finally, uh, 37 AD, at the age of 77, uh, emperor and uh, swim coach Tiberius uh, either, dies, <laughs> either dies of old age or is smothered uh, with a pillow by Praetorian guard uh, Nevius Suetorius Macor at the request uh, and or help of Caligula. There's a lot of rumors that Caligula finally fucking choked this dude out. Awesome. Well, uh, as soon as Tiberius is dead, Caligula gets the fuck off the island. He'd been forced to live on, heads to Rome. He comes in hot. Uh, he, accepts the, <laughs> he accepts the powers of the principate as conferred by, by the Senate. And, and, and people love this dude. He enters Rome uh, March 28th, 37 AD, amid a crowd that is hailing him as our baby, our star, other nicknames. He's described as the first emperor who is admired by everyone in the uh, in the world, quote, all the world from the rising to the setting sun, uh, loved by many, mostly for being the son of Germanicus. People fucking love Germanicus. Wow. They didn't like how he died. He was this military hero that thought whose life was snuffed out. They didn't like, you know, Tiberius sneaking in there. And so they're like, this isn't Germanicus, but this is the next best thing. Yeah. We fucking love this guy. He has the pedigree related to Augustus and Caesar and all that shit, and they fucking love him. Little boots. Little boots, baby. Little baby boots. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they and they loved an emperor who didn't hide from them. You know, he wasn't out on this island. He was back in Rome. Their, their emperor was back in town, you know? And, before uh, that, it was the guy was gone yeah, the whole time. He's like Capri, and so they're like, Long "What the fuck's away. the emperor?" Yeah, yeah, this would be this would be like, out. yeah, this would be like, he's back at the White House. Yep. Good deal. We got yep. yeah, that and makes so, sense. So, so, Suetonius, the main historical source uh, for Caligula information we have, says over one hundred and sixty thousand animals were sacrificed during his initial three months of public reign, rejoicing his his thing. That's what they did. They're like, "Ah, oh, we fucking love this guy. Go kill a chicken or whatever." <laughs> you know, uh, Philo, another historian, describes the first seven months of Caligula's reign as completely blissful. The love Rome had. Uh, for emperors doesn't even translate to, to modern politics. Like they were seen as almost gods. Uh, I feel like it's the closest we can come up to uh, understand this is the relationship between Tom Brady and Patriot fans. You know, it's like that's the most accurate we, close we can get. You know, the, the the way a Patriots fan loves Tom Brady is comparable to the way an average Roman citizen loved their emperor. Yeah, the way right? a fat guy named Sean who lives in right. Worcester likes, uh, right. you know, likes Tom Brady is the same way they looked upon him as the embodiment of all they represent. Exactly. The same thing like, I'm just like Tom I'm Brady. just like Look Tom Brady. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I can throw yeah. a pass like that. Throw right. wicked passes. Right. Get, get, get those fucking boxes out the dock, Sean. I hurt my ah, knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I hurt all my right. knee in the 11th grade or else I'd be the backup to Brady. I'm not saying right. I'm better than Brady, but right. I, could, I could back yeah. him up is yeah. all I'm saying. That's yep. They grew up a little bit or enjoy his job. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm going to rehab this knee and I'm going to get back out there. Yep, yep. <laughs> so people are happy. People are happy. The fucking the, the Patriots have won the Super Bowl. Uh, unemployment's down. No one's trying to sack uh, Rome. They got plenty of money in the palatial accounts, you know, thanks to uh, Tiberius. You know, having those things built up. The son of one of Rome's greatest military heroes is back in town. Uh, all of the male citizens' dicks grew anywhere from one to two inches in length. Uh, the, the women's breasts became uh, fuller and higher and tighter. Life is good. Uh, he, he, and Caligula, he, he knows how to endear himself. He grants bonuses to the military, especially the Praetorian Guard, which is the, um, the kind of like the Secret Service. They're the guys who guard like a, a special uh, army assigned to the emperor. And uh, so he gives them a lot of money. Uh, he gives uh, money to more city troops, money to the army. 
Uh, he destroys Tiberius's unpopular treason papers. Everybody who he threw out, he's like, fucking welcome. Come on back. Wow. Uh, Tiberius wow. was not a big fan of the, the gladi- uh, gladiatorial games. Uh, he puts uh, puts those back on, really gets those going again, you okay. know, uh, lavish spectacles. And that was a weird thing uh, uh, with Romans. They really didn't like that about Tiberius, you know. It's like, dude, what's up with you not wanting to watch slaves before she kill each other? <laughs> why, don't, why, don't want, why don't you want to chew on some fucking snacks <laughs> while a dead-eyed gladiator, uh, you know, slaves spears a fucking giraffe baby? I'm what's wrong with you? This 2017, I'd yeah. pay to watch that now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I <laughs> want where they flooded it and they had, oh, like, yeah. sea battles. Yeah. In the That's battles. amazing. I want yep. this. I want to see that. Absolutely. It's so all kinds of cr- crazy stuff. Uh, he, he fixes some tax things. Things, makes it better for the poor. A lot, of, a lot of things to make him popular. But the merry reign of Caligula, short-lived, uh, he gets very ill in, Oct- in October of uh, 37 AD and, and rightly or wrongly assumes that he was poisoned. Mm-hmm. And, and, and things start to fucking sour. Because remember, his dad, Germanicus, was rumored to have been poisoned. Uh, and he becomes increasingly paranoid that there are people trying to take the throne from him, which is a, not a fucking entirely crazy thing. People are like, oh, is he mentally ill? People were always trying to kill the emperor. Right. So there was, there was some legitimacy to his paranoia, mm-hmm. but he also takes it further than most, and uh, he has his cousin, adopted son, Tiberius Gemellus, executed, uh, an act that outraged Caligula's and Gemellus's mutual grandmother, of course. She then commits suicide, uh, but early historian Suetonius, again, thinks Caligula poisoned her. Check this out. He has his fucking father-in-law, Marcus Junius Solanus, and his brother-in-law, Marcus Lapidus, executed. How does that sit with your wife at home? Wow. That's 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 amazing though. There's a lot of people out there. That would, are like, like that's not that. a bad idea. Not that's a bad not idea. A bad idea. He had a, he he knew what he was doing. This guy. Yeah. Also, too, I get that it's you know paranoia is rampant and for yes. a reason. Yes. But at the same time, you also live in a time with no refrigeration, no right. no FDA. There's no health right. standards here. Right. You people get sick. People get sick. People get you're, sick you're all the time. Eating, you're eating bacteria yeah. constantly. There's yeah. no way to keep this shit fresh. A- absolutely. The absolutely. other point is that no matter who you murder or poison, yeah. somehow or another they're related to you so it doesn't yeah, I mean, well, that's true <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people are related to all each other, of them are your mother-in-law yeah, all yeah of that's them. true that's true well he he's, he does spare one male family member is uncle claudius's life because uh just because he's a dick essentially he considered <laughs> he claudius was crippled he was born he uh, partially deaf or, or had an accident he was partially deaf and and uh, had a limp and he basically like keeps him around to to fucking pick on him and laugh at him he, he would encourage dinner guests to throw shit at him when he fell asleep he just fucking kept this guy alive to like mock jester yeah unintentional jester this is the guy who would become emperor later because he yeah. was the only so he, he, he Claudius actually ends up becoming a good emperor later so there were two things that, that frat boys took from them their clothing and then their behavior and the behavior and the behavior <laughs> fucking mock on the the, the weak and disenfranchised right. so yeah. the guy with the guy with the gimpy leg let's right, fuck with right, him right right <laughs> but still people love him still people love him even after all those executions back then a couple like you know family executions not a big deal I mean these the people are used to executions and death in a way that we won't understand like think about life was like back then you know a, a lot of the men of Rome used to be or currently were soldiers and nothing against soldiers of today but shit was way fucking different back then you know yeah. you weren't killing somebody from, from a sniper rifle or a plane a bomb or or you know like a video game type console from you know miles away it was face to face you're feeling their blood fucking spurt on your face brutal yeah. death was a way of life in rome and, and back then people died at home yeah. So you saw people die all yep. the time. It yep. wasn't like now where you're, you know, you I, oh, yeah. you don't see anybody die. They people go to try to sack Rome, die. the fights on the streets, you're fighting yeah, outside of Rome. There was lots brutality. of death. Yeah, Absolutely. It's just how it back Swords, then. you know, the most common way. I mean, I mean, it's so crazy. And even the people who didn't fight, think about the gladiatorial matches. You know, even like the common citizen, your fucking grandma is sitting there fucking munching on some lamb or some shit or whatever kind of, you know, cracker watching a giraffe or not a giraffe. I said giraffe. That'd be fucking crazy if a giraffe be somebody. But watching a lion just tear apart 
some slaves. Right. You know, they were used to bloodshed. So, you know, a couple executions yeah. are like, ah, fucking whatever. Life's like, that's, that's Rome. That's Rome. Well, we like it now. Yeah. It's, it's a horror movie, but they didn't well, have movies. Yeah, it's just their true. real life. They're like, I want to see people now. I want to see a head get cut off. They're like, I want to see a real fucking head get cut off. I don't need it to be special right, effects. Right, right. And, and, and this guy, no matter what he does, he's still the son of Germanicus. Yeah. He's still related to Augustus and Julius Caesar. And he did still do nice things. He aided uh, some people who lost property in fires. He abolished certain taxes. He gave out prizes at like public events. He would throw literally throw money around. Uh, he allowed new members into the equestrian and senatorial orders, improved the harbors and regime in Sicily, uh, which uh, allowed increased grain exports from Egypt. So it aided times of famine. He's like a rapper. He's got yeah. boats and he's throwing oh, yeah. money around. This guy's he, a gangster. And, and they loved expanding the empire. And yeah. he did. Uh, he pushed further into Africa. You know, not him, but, you know, his generals laid the groundwork for conquering the British Isles, added several aqueducts, bringing more water into Rome. Uh, the Egyptian obelisk that's to this day in front of St. Peter's in Rome. Uh, he brought that over. So, you know, he, he did do it. He, uh, he actually had the imperial headquarters on Palatine Hill. Latin name Palladium gives us the word palace. He had this big palace yeah. built, you know, uh, he, he did a lot of stuff. And, and then he uh, also, like, took decadence to a new level. He was, you know, he's only the third emperor. And he's, and he's the first one to really, like, he had, the, he had these lavish love boats uh, built. Uh, there was this nearby lake. He had built these huge floating villas these uh, with marble columns wow. and sculptures and jeweled bathhouses where he'd host drunken orgies. It was on the Lake, lake uh, Nemi. It's 19 miles south of Rome. I'm in. Oh, yeah. So I'm not judging him right now. Right, so he's, made, so, so he's endearing himself. It. He's endearing himself to some of the, you know, the senators and stuff. Is he, having, these, is he having young boys swim around his nutsack <laughs> while this is going you know, on at all? I'm, I'm guessing so. I'm <laughs> guessing so. Never the, mind. I'm out, the, man. The genital nibbling will come up again later, uh, actually. <laughs> actually. It's good to know. It's good to I know. I was in for a it second. Evol- it evolves to chewing, actually. Oh, yeah. my God. It gets crazier. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get to uh, some scary stuff in a bit. Jesus. Um, but, and again, like when we're talking about these insane things, remember how insane life was for Rome in general, like that Lake Nemi, for example, uh, or Nemi, excuse me. Uh, there was a sanctuary of Diana. This is this crazy story, right? It was a, a decorated temple, you know, one of their, one of their gods, Diana in a grove of sacred trees. Uh, and this priest in charge of this temple was the so-called King of Nemi. And the current King of Nemi got his job only by killing the previous King of Nemi. That was the only way. No, no application to fill out. No, uh, oh, you're here for the priest position. Well, <laughs> fucking kill that guy. That's how you get it. And, uh, and actually, there was one more step. If you wanted the job, you had to find Diana's sacred tree. You had to pull a branch off with your bare hands. And if you did that, it's fucking on. You get challenge accepted, uh, and you get to fight the current king and either die or you become the king. And Caligula yes. apparently uh, participated in this ritual, make, just forcing one of his slaves to fight the priest in charge. But so, so you find whose tree? Uh, Diana's. Diana's tree. And is, is this like common knowledge of where this yeah, is? Yeah, or is yeah. this no, just no, like no. a broke version of, a version of King Arthur? Is that what this is? Just no, like, you could just, I mean, it happened like a fair amount, but I'm just okay. using that. And it's one of many random oh, stories. Okay. I got you. I got you. Where okay. it's just like to show that like, yes, he's crazy, but also the times are fucking crazy. Like he didn't invent that ritual. This is shit that's yeah. already going on. Yeah. So, and, uh, but he did even take it further. Like remember earlier I talked about like emperors were seen as almost gods, like Augustus after he dies, then he goes to join the other gods. Right. Well, Caligula's like, I want to take that further. He's like, fuck, wait until I'm dead. I'm God now. <laughs> and, and he just presented himself as a living God, and he would just go into temples, like the Temple of Jupiter, and where people are worshiping, like, you know, equivalent to some kind of church, and he would hang out by the statue of Jupiter and be like, well, you can fucking worship me too. Wow. He would just hang out in church and, and kind of demand to be worshiped. 
So he's like running North Korea, basically, is what yes. he's doing. Because that's exactly what that family is. They're thought yep, as, exactly. of as gods. They're yep. thought of as divinely sent there to oh, rule them. Absolute you know, megalomania. It's the same he, thing, right? Yeah, he's going into that where he he's God now. He will do what he wants, you know, whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but it is crazy. He, he would have the heads of, uh, removed from various statues of gods and replaced with his visage, like, like a bust of his head. <laughs> it, it's comparable to if, like, okay, let's say if Trump went into, like, uh, some church, the Catholic church, <laughs> like, get fucking Jesus' head off. Yeah. And now it's, it's a crucifixion, but it's Trump's head. Right. And I want Melania's head on the Virgin Mary. Right. <laughs> like it's that didn't sit well with the people of Rome. But although, again, although I could see him taking all the all the Obama pictures and just putting right, his yeah, face well, on. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. That's more normal. Hide his hands. Yeah. Hide, his, hide his hands. But 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 again, they, they give big. him a pass. They're still giving him a pass because he's the son of Germanicus. Uh, he started doing, <laughs> but he started doing weirder and weirder shit. Uh, there's this rumor uh, shows up a lot, laughed off by serious historians, but worth mentioning. Where a porn, uh, he wanted to um, have his horse, his favorite horse, appointed as consul just yeah. to mock the position. It's going to be Caligula's horse is now the fucking consul. Is that Rome. why he did it? So it wasn't just crazy. They it don't was, know. Okay. They, they, some people think he was just joking and it got and, and it got convoluted through history. Like okay. he was just like, oh, you guys, are, you guys fucking suck so bad. I'd rather have my horse do it. Yeah. And then that became the yeah. thing. Yeah. But we don't know. He might have actually been like, no, I want my fucking horse to be a consul now. Because <laughs> he's sitting there like, you know what? Uh, Sparky's got some good ideas. I'm not going right, right, to. Right, you know, right, right. He's told me some things and I agree with them. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. lie. He did take the the sex stuff very far. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, like, this is how Trigger eats that apple is going to be the decision. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. that's how it is. <laughs> he turned his new palace into a brothel. Uh, he he would love to dress up in women's clothes. Uh, he loved sex with uh, women and men. Supposedly, this was a thing that was in one of the documentaries. The term <laughs> this term is so crazy. He, uh, I, I watched this one thing where it said he quote wore out his male partners. I don't know what the fuck that means. Does that mean like he wore out their buttholes, <laughs> or, or like, even more impressive, yeah. or, or even more impressive, he wore out their dicks on his butthole? <laughs> right. right. Uh, did which, he did he rock that thing to a stub? To a stub? Did he fucking, did he whittle it? Fucking power bottom. Did like he have a, a motherfucker right yeah, there? Power bottom. <laughs> hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. Did, was he himself a fish and he nibbled it to a nub? Yeah. Is it, it, it's, oh. This, these oh. are all answer, These are all questions I want answers to now. <laughs> again, the nibbling stuff's coming up. Yes. <laughs> Supposedly, uh, yeah, again, he had sex with men, women, virgins, slaves, uh, other aristocrats, married women, children, girls, boys. Uh, so he was a lot of things. Uh, impotent wasn't one of them. He would have made a fucking hell of an endorsement for Viagra. You know? You know, I'll fuck all night. I'll fuck your sister, your mom, your fucking brother, her brother, your mother, your mother's brother, the paper boy. Because they're the all related brother. to me, too. <laughs> right. Everything gets fucked. Every, every butthole gets wore out with Caligula's Viagra. I'll show you this in that little boot. I'm going to show you. You will not call me little boot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, again, there's no way to be uh, certain about these depictions. And and he starts – there was a rumor that he looked like – one thing I read, he looked like a goat. People thought he looked like a goat towards the end when he started getting a little unpopular. And he would get so pissed off about this uh, uh, comparison that goats were not allowed to be mentioned near him. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and, and if you did mention a goat near him, executed. Absolutely. You were put to death. Amazing. Now, uh, there's no way to be, you know, certain about these depictions. I mean, but but again, I, I want to create some context. Rome was very sexually liberal. For example, this is one of the most disturbing things I read about this. Uh, it was considered natural and unremarkable for men to be sexually attracted to teenage youths of both sexes and uh, pederasty was condoned as long as the younger male partner was not a freeborn Roman. And pederasty... Uh, Pedastry or pederasty. God damn it. <laughs> Someone I'm sure will fucking I'll get I 15 think it's emails. Pedastry. Yeah. yeah. Pedastry is defined. Thank you. Is defined as sexual intercourse. I love that you know that. 
and sexual intercourse. Actually, it's pedastrian. It's very, it's very common and accepted. It's very common. It's very common. Okay. Pedastrian is defined as, se- as sexual intercourse between a man and a boy. So basically, in Rome, at this time, boy fucking not only is legal, not a big deal. No. As long as the boy is a slave. Super accepted. I read things where, like, uh, there would be uh, written accounts of, like, arguments between one was, like, this senator and his wife. And she offered him up, like, anal sex to keep him more faithful or whatever. And he's like, no. Nah. He's like, uh, boys' buttholes are way better than yours. Like, like, like that was his like comeback at her. He's like, what? No, uh-uh. and and you could do whatever. Jesus Just like, because slaves had no rights. You want to fuck a slave? Not a big deal. How uh, dare you assume that your buttholes is tied to an eight-year-old? How dare you? How dare you? But it was like, like, like homosexual, heterosexual. That that kind of difference. There was not even uh, terms for those in Latin. It just like really? they were completely sexually just open. It's just called at the time of Caligula. What are you doing, Dan? Yeah, right. But even by Roman standards, Caligula took it too far. And this is a common thing with him. Even by the standards of the day, he fucking took it too far. Like one way, he supposedly hum- humiliated the uh, aristocracy was to have lavish dinner parties. He'd have a bunch of senators and their wives and stuff come over. And then, like, he would just pick a pick a wife, one of the senator's wives, be like, come, come here. He'd walk out of the room with her. And then so they could still hear him. He's in here. Fuck, fuck the wife. Like, at the dinner that the husband and wife are at. <laughs> with an earshot. With an earshot. Come back in and then uh, degrade how she was in bed. Be like, man, you fucked that all the time? That's gross. Wow. <laughs> Like Jesus just to just Christ. to show them, I will do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm God. Oh my You'll god! You'll take it. You will take it. You have a problem with that? I'll fucking kill you. I am living my life so wrong. I he, could be doing such amazing things. He was allegedly fond of saying one of his favorite sayings was apparently, "quote Let them hate me so long as they fear me." Like that was just kind of his mantra. And uh, there was also a bunch of rumors that he went to bed with his sisters. Most people think that was just kind of slander, but whatever. Uh, of everything though, I read about Caligula. The allegations of torture are the ones that disturb me the most. Apparently a fondness for torture. I'm going to list off the worst ones I came across and admit there's no way to verify any of this stuff happened. But some of it could have happened. I'm sure it did. He's wearing out buttholes at that kind of rate. He's terrifying. So let's, He's banging another senator's wife right, oh, yeah. right around the corner and then coming back and telling him yeah. that her vagina smells. Like, and, and, he's a terrible, and again, and again, terrible you know, man. We weren't there, but if, if 10% of this stuff was true, he's one of the worst people ever. You know? And so let, let's get into the, the worst stuff I read with some super scary stuff. Super scary stuff. Okay, number one, I'm just going to get right to it. Jamie, I talked about the genital nibbling. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to get into that with number two. We're going to build to that. Okay. First, first, let's go with some genital attacking. Uh, one source described a strange scene on one of his love boats where he had slaves of both genders tied to poles, and then he would just like all of a sudden, I guess like had them tied up in some room to these poles, and then he would run into the room and just, uh, quote, attack their genitals like a wild animal. <laughs> Like, like with claws? I guess. That's all it said. Sounds like, like a game. Yeah, like a weird game he came up with. Hey, guys, check this out. Watch me try to rip that off of you. What, what's the game? That yeah. is the, oh, how he, do you attack a genital? He just, I think, again, it's just like doing whatever he wants to do. And, then, and then another one is uh, supposedly he liked to chew on the testicles of victims. He would, some, he would have a victim tied down, upside down, legs pulled apart, and then just kind of push his face down and bite and like chew on their their fucking genitals, like chew the on their balls thing. and stuff. Now you're dead. I'm gonna blow you. So you know maybe old Uncle Daddy Tiberius, <laughs> maybe maybe he was one of those fish boys. Maybe you know yeah. was reenacting some nibbling. Or who knows? Again, who knows about this? One of his favorite public events, the Circus Maximus, involved uh, throwing criminals into big pits where they were devoured by starved wild animals. Uh, he partic- particularly loved, I guess, when lions would eat people. 
And supposedly one time when they ran out of criminals, he's like, man, this, this is fun. Why should we end the fun here? He just had some people from the stands like, get fucking throw them in with the lions. <laughs> <laughs> so some people moments before like, ah, get those lions. And yeah. they're like, all right, you're next. <laughs> got a hot dog in their hand. They're yeah. like, what? Wait, uh, uh, what? Uh, let me finish my beer first. Right, right, right. So they, I paid $13 for this beer. And the Circus Maximus, by the way, uh, is like an alternate venue to the Colosseum. It was a little bit before. The Colosseum wasn't completed in somewhere between 40 and 50 AD. So a little bit later. But this is where they had the gladiatorial events and all that kind of stuff before the Colosseum. Uh, yeah, he would use criminals to feed his animals. It wasn't just limited to public spectacle. You know, when meat for feeding the wild beasts uh, was kind of limited or maybe expensive, he's like, well, let's just uh, go to the jail. And he would just get criminals and just use them to feed the fucking animals. How would he pick them out? Because I would think he'd say, like, well, let's grab the worst people. Let's yeah. Anybody fucking kids? Yeah. Let's grab—oh, no, wait. That's, uh, no, like that's that. okay. All right, that's, that's fine. Okay. Uh, anybody, like, what is the thing that would is get Is anybody him? half as bad as me? Anybody. Just, anybody. What, what Apparently, fuck? he also would have—he uh, didn't like to hear their screams as they were being eaten all the time. Like, he didn't always like the noise. And he'd have their tongues removed first and then feed them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, he's—apparently, the, the stuff you read about this guy— Oh, Jesus. That's worse. People, like— Yeah. You feel— Feel bad about how how much of a monster you are, so you yeah. you're more of a monster. That's right. That, that's yeah. fucking terrifying. I don't want to hear all those screams. Let's get their tongues out. Yeah, he's just trying to read. He's like, you know what? I got I'm, I'm fucking. I got to do this. And yeah. I got yeah. This stre- it's very distracting. Okay. I'm trying yeah. to come up with plans of how to torment slaves, slaves' genitals. <laughs> right. I really need quiet. Yeah, right fucking. Now. I gotta concentrate. <laughs> I gotta concentrate. Keep it down. One of Suetonius, again, that historians many accusations of extreme cruelty Caligula committed was that when a senator had the balls to label him an enemy of the public. And then uh, Caligula encouraged a mob to literally tear the man apart. Uh, grab it, uh, first, they stabbed him with swords, kind of like cut and stuff like that, and then literally pulled his limbs off of his body and then demanded that they pile his remains into a fucking heap. They turned this guy from a dude saying, I don't like what you're doing to Rome, into a pile of fucking limbs and guts and left oh, in the street. They Gaddafi'd him. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sometimes he liked to prolong torture, and he'd give numerous small wounds inflicted by slight and frequently repeated strokes, telling the torturer strikes, uh, quote, strike so that he may feel himself die. Oh, my God. Uh, he burned people alive. One time, uh, some writer tried to slip in a joke into some play about him, like some double-meaning thing, like like a sneaky joke. Satire. Well, yeah. Some satire. He didn't care for it. Uh, he, he has a little crowd gather in the amphitheater, and they fucking burn that guy alive. Well, in, in his uh, defense, it was probably a hacky joke. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. pussy means two things. Right, a cat and we, we Okay, get, get in him. the fucking pit. Get in the barbecue pit. <laughs> Have you ever fought a fucking lion? You're about to tonight. <laughs> get in Little Poots barbecue. Little Boots barbecue. Cupid. Uh, this might not be a bad idea for comedy clubs. Oh I, gotta be I think we've come on to something here. You, you didn't Open want to. Mic you didn't want to steal from Caligula. One time, uh, apparently, a slave uh, stole some silver uh, from him. He had the guy's. Hey, this is this is so fucking horrific. <laughs> These are so my favorite horrific. moments, by the way, in your podcast oh, when when you I feel pause nauseous. To, to brace people for the atrocity you're about to say. Yeah, feel, even even if you had the kids listen to this point again, <laughs> maybe if your kids were okay with the fishing, maybe <laughs> this one, he he had the dude's hands cut off, and then uh, and then connected together with like a rope. And then draped over his own neck and then had him paraded uh, a- a- around a party, uh, just like to all the guests, you know, uh, that could see there, like this dude 
just fucking wearing a necklace, essentially, of his own fucking hands that he, were just hanging on his he's, chest. He's walking, like they're forcing huh? him to walk around, uh-huh. and they're like he's, carrying yep. him. No, so walking. He's, so he's walking around just like spouting blood out of these yeah, stumps. Yeah, wearing his hand necklace. <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they may have cauterized, they didn't say, to keep him alive longer. Yeah. I mean, some you of these things are so, so cartoonish, you don't know. But again, right. these are all like historians about 100 years later saying like, well, this is what we heard. This is what we fucking heard Jesus. he did. The original Vietnam ear necklace. This is the fucking worst. This is the worst fucking one. Everything I've said so far, uh, this this is so – I don't even know how you get more horrific than this. <laughs> uh, OK. This is one time uh, some Roman citizen was dumb enough to insult him in public to his face. Uh, so what he does is he re- he has the guards tie the man down. He beats him with chains. And then before he kills him, he, he sends other guards to find the man's family. Get the whole fucking family out here. One by one from oldest to youngest in front of this fucking guy, he executes his children. The crowd's disgusted. Apparently, they start to revolt. Uh, Cleggy's like, no, no, you're going to fucking watch this. Uh, and apparently, there was some weird uh, – there was one last remaining kid, a 12-year-old girl, and there was uh, – uh, according to Roman law, Caligula couldn't execute a virgin, apparently. So he's like, I'll fix that. Oh, no. Orders one of his guards to rape the girl in front of the mob. Oh, my God. A girl who just watched her family be executed, then kills her. Wow. Then the fucking whole – and then kills the fucking dad. The whole family's gone. What, what, what was the insult? <laughs> uh, he, he, he was like, uh, he was like, uh, I, you, you look nice, but he said it in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you look nice, Caligula. Yeah. And Caligula's like, I didn't, that didn't feel sincere. Love those sandals, buddy. Yeah. Love them. He's <laughs> like, I don't think he was sincere about that. The guy was all. like, this gouda tastes great. You say fucking gouda? <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about goats. <laughs> and then, but I don't, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> Holy so let's, shit! Let's let's <laughs> tales of sadism are, are again they're fucking legendary, and that that is plenty of super scary stuff. That's a hell of a tale. So eventually, pissing off a lot of important people gets uh, Caligula killed. Uh, Even worse than fucking senators' wives, though, and telling them about it, uh, he was about to spend all of Rome's money. He was blown through the money. All the money Tiberius had saved, Caligula was, you know, he was thrown on lavish love boats, bribing soldiers to to love him, literally throwing money around to make the citizens like him. He was draining the Roman treasury faster than he could replenish it through taxes and extortion. And so before he ruined Rome, a conspiracy is formed between the Praetorian Guard, the Senate, and the Equestrian Order. Late January 41 AD, Caligula is stabbed to death along with his wife and daughter by officers of the Praetorian Guard led by Cassius uh, Cheria. And, and thus Cassius Dio notes Caligula, quote, learned by actual experience that he was not a god. That's a great quote. That's a great quote. And then he's the first Roman emperor to be assassinated. So, so then after his death, the Senate attempts to uh, kind of uh, use his death as an opportunity to go back to the Republic. But uh, Cheria uh, tries to persuade the military to support uh, support the Senate. But then soon after Caligula's death, his uncle and last surviving male member of Caligula's family, the dude he used to mock, the, the crippled guy Claudius, uh, a man spared by T- Tiberius's killing just to mock him, uh, he is named emperor by the Praetorian Guard. Uh, and Because the military – and check this out. It always comes down to like self-interest. Uh, the Praetorian Guard, who have become more powerful uh, even under um, Caligula, which is a guard that only exists to serve the emperor – well, if there's no more emperor, there's no more Praetorian guards. Mm-hmm. So they're like, ah. fuck that. Like, yeah. if this goes back to Republic, we all lose our jobs. Job security is a Job motherfucker security. anywhere in any in any 
economy, time, and self-preservation. And yeah. Yep. So that that's what keeps the Senate going. That's and what that keeps just it. goes to show that the guy that you make fun of and the guy that you taunt and the guy that you mm-hmm. fuck with will eventually be your boss. So be careful <laughs> whose forehead you draw dicks on when that's, he passes out. That's right. That's right. But what's crazy to me though is apparently after all this debauchery, he's still loved by the public, and they grieve his loss. Uh, to appease the public, all of those involved in the actual killing of him and his family are cu- found, you know, tried and executed. And uh, and then, you know, Claudius takes the reign. And I guess by all accounts, Claudius uh, did a good job. He, he, he conquered Britain for Rome. Uh, he built a few more aqueducts. He hosted some gladiator battles, built tons of roads. Uh, and he introduced walruses to Italy, which remain there to this day. Uh, Milan is actually uh, Latin for city of walruses. So I didn't know that. Mostly because it's not true. That part's not true. Uh, uh, So the wall was not true. You son of a bitch. (laughs) But everything else. I was 100% blown away right there. The walruses. Oh, my God. But that is Caligula. Uh, My grandmother's from Italy. I was about to literally call her after the show. Is this fucking true? Does that mean City of Walruses? What the fuck? She's like, Mom, what are you talking about? She just smacked me next time. Hilarious. So that's Caligula. That's Rome. Uh, And again, life was a little different back then. And uh, and, I, and I think a lot of his exploits, Duke, yeah, he did a lot of horrible shit, obviously, but they're more shocking to us now because of the context we live in. Like, like right. if he did, you know, if, 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 if just anyone was fucking by a high-ranking politician was murdered in the street, that's crazy. You know, if anyone's tortured right. on video by a politician, that's crazy. But again, back then, this shit did happen all the fucking time. Constantly. You know, like, uh, but what's crazy to me, though, is about Caligula is even by the debaucherous standards of the day, he stood out. For being like significantly debaucherous, right. you know, I mean, for centuries, his name has been synonymous with overindulgence and evil abuse of power. Uh, and why did he do it? Why? Why was? Why did he take it that far? Some people think mental illness, maybe. Uh, or to me, though, maybe he was just a kid who had most of his family at a young, a young age murdered or exiled by the man who would then raise him and supposedly groom him to to indulge in his worst fucking, you know, uh, interests. And then this young man who has these dark desires indulged and is, who's experienced so much tragic violence is given unlimited power over the most powerful city and nation of the world, the same nation that tore his childhood apart. Maybe he wanted him to pay. Maybe he's a fucking sociopath. Uh, maybe he was created. We'll never know. Uh, but what we can uh, can do— Let's take one last look at the crazy life of Little Boots, Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus uh, Caligula, with some top five takeaways. Time suck. Top five takeaways. All right, number one, Caligula may have been many things, but impotent was not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No one knew the ins and outs of Rome in the 4th century AD uh, better than Baby Boots Dick. <laughs> that may be the best takeaway ever. <laughs> Number two, a lot of emperors were revered as gods after they died, but Caligula took it a step further, decided he was a living god. And now we know that if you want to kill God, you just fucking stab it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number three, Caligula was really into openly sleeping with powerful men's wives, which, as it turns out, is a great way to end up getting stabbed yourself. Uh, number four, a lot of references to genital chewing floating around Caligula, which, is, even if it's not true, very strange thing to be associated with. Uh, I've researched a lot of weird shit over the past six months on Time Suck. Only Caligula has led me not once but twice to genital chewing. <laughs> number five, Caligula, the man who drove to burn people alive and either fuck or fuck up just about everything in sight was once a cute little baby dressed up to look just like his daddy right down to his little matching baby boots what a good reminder for all of us to never ever trust a fucking baby all right parents sleep with one eye open that little uh tote of joy you're raising might just be caligula oh shit time suck top five takeaways 
All right. Thanks for listening to another fun episode, everybody. Uh, Cleveland coming up this weekend. I'll be at Hilarity. San Fran coming up next month. Many more cities. Go to timesuckpodcast.com. Click on Stand Up Tour and more. Also go to timesuckpodcast.com to see pics and links corresponding to today's show. Uh, that's also the place to head to the uh, shop to get that first edition Time Suck t-shirt made out of 600% pure muskrat labia. Uh, <laughs> big thanks. To- you are getting so creative with these. That is, that's maybe the best one. Muskrat labia. <laughs> Now, and that's, your, you. that's your new comedy title. That's your specials <laughs> album now. <laughs> and I want to talk about our guests now. A big thanks to Crime and Sports and Small Town Murder uh, Gang, uh, James uh, Petrogallo, Jimmy Wisman. Let the time suckers know. I, I listen to your guys. So I, I love the uh, the fucking quality you put into the research. How fun it is. But uh, you know, let the time suck people know just exactly why they need to fucking get these podcasts. Okay, first of all, Jimmy, you you can help me on this. Mm-hmm. Sp- it's crime and sports. It's it's you take a criminal athlete. You take someone who we've propped up as this wonderful person who just completely throws it away, and we just make yeah. fun of him the like entire today, time. Trevor Burvick. Right? Trevor Burvick. Listen, this I'm going to be on the Trevor. Yes, When's that come out? That Tuesday. This okay, is so tomorrow. Up tomorrow. Yeah, it will come yeah. out tomorrow. This is what I mean. We just take. If you want to see an asshole. Who has everything yes. and doesn't have to do anything wrong, but chooses to anyway. If you yes. want to see him be made fun of for an hour fifty, so good. The rise and fall is what I love. Oh, that's what every it is. episode of Crime and Sports is like. Things are going great. Things are going great, and you're like, when's it going to fucking go terrible? Yeah. Oh, he had a kitty right named now. him Junior. Shit, it's going to happen now. Soon. Yes, yes. yes. We, it's a, there's patterns. There's everything. You can really see how an asshole is formed and how <laughs> how ego and hubris. And it's every Tuesday, right? Every single what time Tuesday, on Tuesday, it comes out at twelve oh five a.m. Pacific time Perfect. on Tuesday morning. And uh, also, too, small town. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We take a little small town. We take it apart, tell you about the demographics, what goes on there, history, kind of how the vibe of the town is, and then talk about a horrific murder that happened there or yeah. maybe multiple murders yeah. that happened from the same person. And we break that all down and just take that case apart and how it affected the whole town and everything like that. Where would you want someone to start? Like, like what's the craziest, let's say, crime in sports, craziest guy so far that you think? Oh, is there man, one that I, stands out? I know, yes. I know all of them are crazy, but is there one it's, that stands out? Well, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. If if you're okay. looking for just crazy, yeah. I would go with Mr. Dotsik, Vyelishchev Dotsik. He's a Russian UFC fighter who is also a Nazi. Oh my god, I love that episode. He's crazy. And yes. then if you want the probably the, like the scummiest, <laughs> sorry, or the worst. sorry. On, the, yes. on that one, I just remember the scene where I was laughing to myself at the gym. Was the uh, I think it was in Scandinavia. It was some neo-Nazi compound <laughs> where these dudes are fighting naked. <laughs> yes, fighting. They're naked. training naked in the front yard in, in the, the snow yard. outside of a tattoo parlor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you is think the craziest scene. They tattoo Two parlors are scary here. Check them out there. Oh Much scarier with yeah. Nazi flags hanging everywhere. And, and that guy was so fucking crazy that he was deemed too crazy for even Russian prisons. Russian right? prison. Yeah. yeah, they were like, oh, we can't have him nah. around the other uh, prisoners. Uh. He's going to just freak everybody out. Also, too, the one what was of the his worst. nickname? I'm sorry. Red Tarzan. Red Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, Red Tarzan. Christ. He was crazy. They'd interview him and they'd say, so what do you think about the, your fight? And he'd just go, bah, and run away. You're like, oh, all right. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. And also, too, we had a guy, uh, Eddie Johnson, a former basketball player who was arrested over 100 times and then finally for raping an eight-year-old girl. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he was like Caligula of basketball. So that was a a fun one, too, obviously. The best part about Eddie is that then after his arrest and and public uh, broadcast of it on the news, uh, a a douchebag named Skip Bayless uh, happened to to pick up the news. And then he went ahead and flashed a picture of a different Eddie Johnson that still played in the NBA, ruining his career. Oh, my God. (laughs) If If you Google search Eddie Johnson rape, you will get the wrong 
Eddie Johnson no. first. You'll get him first. You'd think that guy would have a lawyer. Be like, can you fucking please? Jesus Christ. Fix, fix the search engine. I believe that he did uh, do some sort of uh, lawyering uh, to, to get something done. Because, it's out there, though. Yeah, it's out there. It's definitely out there. If another Dan Cummins like... fucking raped a kid, and then, and then you search for that one, and it's like, hey, guys, come to my comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then— um, then if you don't like those, okay. you may you may enjoy a man named Bruno de Souza who uh, was just recently back in the news because uh-huh. uh, what he did was knocked up a, a uh, Brazilian porn star oh, and yeah, I remember did not want to pay yeah. child support yep. Uh, yep. after the child was born. So he went ahead and chopped up the mother <sighs> after torturing her and then feeding her meat area yeah, of the body the to dog, his dogs right? yeah. and then buried the bones and the hard stuff in concrete. Wow. So then he went to prison for that. Mm-hmm. And then after seven years, he is now out and playing soccer again. Jesus. Signed just recently to a new team. So that's what I mean. It's it's craziness yeah, yeah. and it's and it's it just take, and true take somebody down and one hundred percent true yeah. and uh research to the point yeah. of lack of sleep. So well, thank you guys please. so much for for being on here, man. Where where should people go to to, to find their podcast or more about you guys? So, you can find them on iTunes or Audio Boom or uh iHeartRadio mm-hmm. and Stitcher. You can find them pretty yeah. much everywhere this that podcasts are found. Um you can learn more about us on Crime sports.com once that comes up so okay. it'll probably be up while you're hearing this actually okay, okay so. great that's great that's great and uh you can find me at wisman sucks w-h-i-s-m-a-n sucks on twitter instagram and snapchat and james uh i'm at jimmy p is funny and uh follow us follow the shows and god damn we love doing this show Dan. awesome this man so this was much so much fun, fun. what a you. fun special edition Thank of you. time suck go get crime and sports and uh, small town murder and, then, and the last thing i say please uh please 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 take a second It'll take less than a minute to fill out that survey at podsurvey.com backslash timesuck. That's P-O-D-S-U-R-V-E-Y.com. Time suck, one word. Can't stress enough how important this one survey is to the future of the podcast. Uh, it, it can live for years and years with sponsors. It's on life support uh, without them at some point. And again, that is podsurvey.com slash timesuck. And uh, thank you in advance for being the fucking best, you guys. Uh, all the emails are so great, and I hope one of you sincerely wins that Amazon $100 gift card for filling out that uh, podsurvey.com slash timesuck uh, little fucking survey. If you so, love Time Suck like I love Time Suck, yeah. please do it. I'll be doing it with you. So yeah. I'm in the running against you to get this gift card. God damn it. I'm going I'm to do it myself. It's, it's anonymous. They don't know that I'm the host. I'm going to fill a survey out for my own fucking show. Real quick, let's go back to one of your episodes that yeah. uh, you just covered. A man named Blackbeard. Yeah, uh, who that's was, right. Who was the dickhead of the sea. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, the man that killed him uh, is a man named Maynard. Uh, and my family, yep. uh, going through this episode so with crazy. all these bloodlines, my great, 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 whatever grandfather is Mr. Maynard, who uh, circumcised the dickhead of the sea by oh taking God. his head off his body, hanging it on the front of his boat, and then sailing into Charleston Harbor with it. That's my family. Yeah. Uh, and he is he is as ruthless as Caligula, Caligula uh, yeah. under the under the pretense I, of the law. I hope the hundred pounds that Governor Spotswell gave him <laughs> for that fucking Blackbeard head has, has trickled down to you in some way. One day, maybe. We'll One see. One day. Oh, man, that was, that, was, that was great. I remember getting that text. That was so great. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, podsurvey.com slash timesuck. Have a great week. Keep on sucking. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving.
Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.